It's the Bob and Tom Show. It's not December. It's barely even November. Outside it's still too warm for snow to fall. Halloween was yesterday and winter's still a ways away. But try to tell that to the folks down at the mall. Jesus in his manger cradle plus a little Tolkien dreidel in a big display next to the Cinnabon. With three wise men and gifts they bring Just plug them in and they all sing The way to early Christmas song I know you need to satisfy your investors But couldn't you wait at least Till the Savior's third trimester Just outside the master cuts was Santa And that fat bastard's ho-ho-hoing Drove me up the wall Something snapped, I lost control And kicked him square in his North Pole And as he dropped, I decked him in his halls So my friends, I wish you well from the mall security holding Sam. <laughs> I hope that they don't keep me here too long. May you and yours find peace and love, unless you are the writer of the way to early Christmas songs. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Portions of the upcoming program have been pre-recorded, meaning they've already happened. And they're about to happen again. So where was it? Oh, oh yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're glad to have you here. It's the Bob and Tom Show. Literally just sitting down in the studio. It's comedian Nikki Payne. Hi, Nikki. Hi. Now I feel like I know you because I saw you on um uh, last comic standing, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you want to you want to lean over to that microphone? Oh, and talk yeah. Right oh. Okay, there we go. Are we on? <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. on. We're oh on. my God, we're, we're on. on. Oh yeah, we're on. <laughs> yes, we're on. Don't say anything bad. I'm from Canada. <laughs> That's how natural this show is. Yeah. Well, this is we're actually on the radio, so don't don't blurt out anything anything odd. Uh, you had a very unusual set on last comic standing in that it had a big visual payoff at the end involving you lifting up your shirt. Yes. Now, um, uh, I missed that. It was a real funny, and obviously can't be recreated on this show. So it's a pretty smart why, way for me to start the interview. Why, yeah. can't, why, <laughs> why, can't, why can't it be recreated? <laughs> I could uh, recreate it for you, Bob, well, if you, you want me to. Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> uh, and, and I got it. I, I was straight it's later, right off the bat. I want to say, <laughs> <laughs> right off right. the bat, I want to say that you um, make make light of the fact that you do have a, a slight speech issue. 
Yes, I do. Yeah, I yeah. do. I have a lisp. It's okay. I'm, I'm sorry, Scott. You're getting wet. Over no, there. it's okay. I uh, appreciate that. It's all right. Relax. It's like SeaWorld. It's good luck if you get splashed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what they tell you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. But yeah, it was a big part of my life. I mean, when I was little, I used to have to go to speech therapy for it. And what speech, 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 I can't even say it. Mm-hmm. Let's like, go to it. Did <laughs> <laughs> the speech therapists all get together one day and go, well, let's see. The kids, they can't say their S's, their T's, or their C's. I know. Let's call it speech therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, so did you feel like uh, you were being isolated or did you feel, hey, this is cool. I get to get out of class. Well, yeah, it was pretty cool to get out of class. But unfortunately, I would get out of class to go to speech therapy. Mm-hmm. And um, and basically, like a speech therapist, I, I don't know what speech therapy is like here in America, but in Canada, it was pretty bad because this lady would take me out of class every day and she'd get me to say words over and over again until I said them right. right. Only she'd get me to say words like wagon. Mm-hmm. Wagging, wagging, <laughs> wagging, 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 wagging. There's no S, T, C, or K in wagging. I can say wagging. Why don't we try supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? I seem to be having some trouble with that particular... Word. <laughs> you did. A, you did a very nice job with Not it. Bad. That was very good. A little bit moist, but you got it out. <laughs> I think I broke your microphone. That's all right. <laughs> That's the voice of Nikki Payne. Now, is, let me ask you this: Is Nikki your real name? Nikki. Well, Nicole, but Nikki. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nikki got the one. N I N I K K I. N I K K I. Okay. That's that's very nice. Yeah. Um, Thank you. You're, you're from Canada. I'm from Canada. Any um, unusual Canadian stories? We have lots of Canadian listeners, and there are a lot of great uh, Canadian uh, comedians that are good friends of this show. John Wing comes to mind. Mm-hmm. John Wing's a funny In man. Fact, funny man. Clark, I have a request for something f- uh, from John Wing from December seventeenth of two thousand four. <laughs> right there, I'm, I, I'm not right on you top have the of December my stack. pile, don't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, any Canada-specific stuff? Are there any uh, great Canadian? Well, I just had to go back to Canada because I had a tumor. Re- I found a tumor in my stomach. Really? Which I know is not funny. Hey, comedy show, I got a tumor in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> so you, obviously then you have Canadian health care, so right. they were able to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in the States, but nothing makes you more patriotic than finding out you got a tumor in your stomach because I was all like, I'm going to L.A. Forget you people. I'm going where it's warm. <laughs> it's like you got a tumor in your stomach. Oh, oh was, it, was it shaped like a maple leaf? Is there anything <laughs> positive about the story? Do you want to see the star? No, no, that's okay. Are you sure? It's beautiful. It's right up the middle of my belly, yeah. and like I love it because it's like it looks like I had an alien baby or something. <laughs> That's an icebreaker. Yeah, sure it is. Uh-huh. I've never wanted to be a stripper so bad in my life now. I just want, want to go to amateur night with my big belly star and be like, who wants a lap dance? <laughs> well, Nikki's... You know, actually, I have seen that. Actually, uh, there, there's yeah. a... There. I have been to a, uh, an adult entertainment complex where uh, someone evidently had just had their tops uh, redone. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They, were they had incisions right underneath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I hate yeah. that. Why yeah. are they That's even the doing inexpensive. That? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there the, are people who love You have love to go that. in from the back. Got to go through the back. <laughs> the back. Go through the navel. <laughs> the navel's the, the navel's the new one, uh, yes. Route. Yeah. If they could only go through the back, that would <laughs> That's, 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 your, that's your medical reach around yeah. there. 
That's the MRA. Our guest is uh, That's right. Our guest is Nikki Payne. Nikki, I am actually uh, on an expedition here on my computer. If you go to bobandtom.com, we always have uh, photographs or drawings of our guests and links to various websites, for example. Yours is... Uh, can I say troubling? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm getting to. <laughs> Let me see it. What we, is your picture? We have a couple pictures of you, Nick. It's not, you so, much, the internet? It's not so much you. It's, it's the. Uh, um, uh, it looks like you're in bed with a guy that weighs about 500 pounds. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. Yes. Who is uh-huh. that? That's my roommate, Angelo. Oh. <laughs> you call him your roommate? Angelo. Your roommate, Angelo. Angelo. How big is Angelo? <laughs> A big, big man. Uh-huh. <laughs> Angelo Jarukas, dirty Uncle Angelo. <laughs> man, okay. His upper arm is uh-huh. uh, his upper arm is bigger than you. <laughs> his head. upper arm is crushing me right there. Wow. That's um yeah. That was from my um blog that I was doing um up in Canada, and all I put underneath of it was I found a new way to make money in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's worth seeing. I'm also oh, nice. uh, now I I remember. I can remember a little bit from your set on Last Comic Standing, Nikki, and I, I, I think I'm getting this right because it was a couple years ago. Um, did you say something about growing up in a trailer park? I did. I did. I grew up in a trailer park in Canada with a lisp. <laughs> Could it be any worse? <laughs> I did. I did. I, I grew up in a trailer park, and, and, um, and it's, it's funny, like, the little differences growing up in a trailer park. Like, like at Halloween, we just line all the kids up and drive the neighborhood past them. <laughs> uh-huh. How uh-huh. When Dad got mad at us, he just yelled things like, don't make me turn this house around. <laughs> They were strict. If I wasn't home by curfew, they'd just move. Uh, Wow. Nice. (laughs) Was that your experience, Christy? Uh, No, we never... Christy grew up in a trailer park? I grew up in a trailer park as well, dear. Oh, yeah. Did did your trailer ever move, or do they just park We We moved to a bigger trailer. We went from a 12 by 60 to a 14 by But they don't actually move the unit itself? They can. They're no longer there now. They're both gone. Yeah, I've been by the lots. They're gone. They're Walmart. You go now. by. You go by the old neighborhood. Sometimes, sure. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm so depressed. Oh, I, there was a take. point in my life when my parents divorced that my mom. We were on like uh, food stamps and all this stuff, and we had government housing, and we went out to look at trailers, uh-huh. and we were turned down on financing to live in a trailer. <laughs> that is when you are at the lowest of the low. Well, when you're I've dreaming. Got a surprise for you, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> we have your trailer. Oh, your trailer. thank you. His name's Nick. He Yay! works there. Well, well, wow, that is a uh, I mean, that's the saddest point. of the low. I wow. mean, you know. Oh. <laughs> if we won't accept you, that's pretty, that's pretty sad. Yeah, but you both really. done okay. Uh, uh, Christy, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe, your, maybe your trailer was replaced by a nicer trailer. I honestly did not think I was and then the, when the trail until tra- I met you. The trail. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. My dad lives I in one no now. I had no idea. And uh, no, it but was, he's a jerk. Some of them so are I'm very nice. Uh-huh. Well, the trailer was very nice. They're, they're making them better now. Yeah, no. manufactured no, it, housing. The ones, and the ones in Canada, I assume, are insulated. You right? know, it wasn't that bad, honestly. <laughs> the only thing that bugs me is the misconceptions, like the things that people think about people that live in trailer parks. You know, like when you watch the comics on TV, there's always that joke, like, "Why do the people that live in trailer parks always live in Tornado Alley?" <laughs> well, that's the part I hate worse. Uh-huh. Why? Yeah. Why? Because we're poor. Uh, that's why. That's Land why. comes cheap if there's a 60% chance you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs>
We're going to come back with a tribute. Can I leave? <laughs> and welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show on a Friday morning. Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. This is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom Studios. A great show this morning. Josh's strip club dream. Chick is outraged. Donnie Baker and Dick Hitswater are all coming up. Plus, comedian Bill Engvall, Bill Burr, and lots more. But next, comedian Todd Glass from 2007. Here on the Bob and Tom Show. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show on this Friday. This is Christopher in the Bob and Tom Studios. Here's a segment from 2007 with comedian Todd Glass. Uh, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. With us in the studio, he is uh, comedian Todd Glass. Um, Todd, you haven't aged at all. You look uh, exactly like you did last time you were here. It's Thank you very here. much. I'm 59. Uh, all that all that time on the road, and you're not 59. No, 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 no. Yeah. All that time on the road, though, you look pretty healthy. Thank uh, you. I try to take care of myself. It's uh, obviously though when you get old, it's not. We were talking about this the other day, like uh, with the other comic. When you think, like when you're little, you think fifty. I'm not fifty yet either. I want to make sure people know that Um, I'm 140. But no, when you're little, you think fifty is like. I remember being ten years old, and I really thought fifty was like. Hello, I'm fifty years old. How are you? Oh yeah. Then you get to the point you realize fifty is like, hey, I'm in a band. We play Thursday night. You know? <laughs> yeah. Not when you're ten years old. No. You're like, I'm fifty. I just defecated in my pants. No. What else would you do at fifty? You've got a you few know? more years before that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm yeah. doing all right. But conversation mm-hmm. at lunch changes. Uh, doctors, you go to the doctor yeah. more. Yeah, a lot of older. talk about uh, prostates, and yeah. uh, you know, all of a sudden, the, the, the most macho, <laughs> well, toughest guy you know no, is going. And, and, now, and, this Cobb salad is there cheese on this? Oh, hey, God. what happened oh. to steak, beer, and cigarettes? <laughs> Hookers, what is this? I have a, I have an aunt like that. Every time she weighs about, I'm not even exaggerating. She weighs probably about. You know, I don't know what she weighs, but she's one of those people. I, this is a mean way to say it, and I love her, and I know she's not going to hear this. If you saw her at the mall, you'd call somebody out of a store to see her. And uh, you know what I mean? Like you'd go, yeah, the, you, you got to get out. You got to see this. Yeah, and, and, uh-huh. and no one's ever disappointed. No one ever goes, "You called me out of the store for this." They always go, "Oh my god!" And uh, so she's big. Yeah, she's big. Uh-huh. She's a big girl. She's a big girl. She's adorable. And her Aunt Lil will call her because that's her real name. Uh-huh. And, All right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she'll eat things and then act like she's like she'll go. Oh my god! Normally I wouldn't eat so many. What type of cookies are these? We're like they're Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to act like it's something, yeah, 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 something new. But she always wants to. She always wants to. Um, she always asks what's in things, and we just think it's so cute. But I'm not, I'm not. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. She'd be like, "This is not di- uh, non dairy, right?" We're like, "Oh come on, we eat it." <laughs> no. And when they give out advice, I love that too like um she, she'll be like 
you know, I'm reading this book, Eat by Your Blood Type. We're like, is that what you do? <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> eat by your blood type? Yeah, there's a new book out. It really is. You eat by your blood type. In other words, if you could have a certain blood type and then you could eat certain things. Certain people, they go, well, stay away from bread. But your blood type might be you don't have to stay away from bread. <laughs> It's supposedly with, people swear by it. Who came up with this scam? I don't know. Oh, I know. It's always God. something. Oh. Some shady phlebotomist, I'm sure. <laughs> and there's always somebody <laughs> so that... So you have to, like, if you're type O, you can only eat food, yeah. the, the Oreos. I don't know, but I, I told my sister-in-law my blood type, because she's the one that's reading the book, my mm -hmm. other sister-in-law, and... Uh, she goes, uh, she told me what I couldn't eat. I go, I'm going to change my blood type because I didn't. I want to eat different things. Well, so. sure, you go right ahead. Which blood type causes obesity? Because I'm sure these people will be banned from cities yeah, right. across America. <laughs> blood type diet. He's not making this up. Oh, my yeah. God. Peter D'Amato. And by the way, people that give you advice, they're always yelling at you. Like, I have a friend. No matter how much water I drink, it's never enough. You know this? How many, how many how much water do you drink? I drink uh, 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 three pitchers a day. You got to drink eight. I drink eight. Nine. I have nine. Nine pitchers. You got to drink. I turn into Brian Regan. I drink a pool of water. Every year, I just got into the pool with a silly straw, and I drink all the water out of the pool. I crack a reservoir open, and I just let it drain into my mouth because I'm oh so thirsty for water. Uh, Todd Glass is our guest. You Thank can see you. he's a man of, of, of some opinions. Uh, you were part of uh, Last Comic Standing. Mm -hmm. And you were part of one of the good seasons. Well, I was as, there with as, the... As much as I dislike the show, I think, yeah. I think it really does a disservice to comedy. It really does. Here's a great it? comedian. We're going to show you 17 seconds right. of cut. <laughs> yeah. Here's a great comedian. Right. He's going to do four callbacks in this piece, but we're not going to give you any of the setups. Okay. Who mm -hmm. who does that in editing? I, you know what? Let me tell you. So you just hit a core because me and my friends would be like, that is not an opinion. That's wrong. That's wrong. You cannot put... Like and they do that all the time. They're like they'll put a reference to something that you, or a punchline you've given that's yeah. a reference to something that you have to have. It's, yeah. I can't explain it very. I well. know what you mean. They they think because they can make a a clean edit technically mm -hmm. that it makes sense. And it doesn't. People are at home going, what? I'm missing something. Even if they can't put their p finger on it like you're able to and go, oh, that's probably a callback to a joke. They're just sitting home confused, but. It, mm -hmm. it, overall, I was glad I did the show. You know, it was a, it was a fun. But experience. there are comedians out there, and I, I really actually enjoy this when a comedian has a has like a a line that he. Everyone is obviously emulating Larry the Cable Guy. He's got the get her done thing, mm -hmm. and I Larry was our guest just the other day, and I, I think he's fantastic. And that was a very organic thing with him, and he doesn't overuse it. But there are guys that think they have a line, oh. and they just use it a lot, and it's, yeah. it's mm -hmm. utterly meaningless and not funny. Right, right. Yeah. It's like, something like, well, I'm telling you, that's the way I rock and roll. It's getting hot in here. Yeah. All righty. <laughs> it's getting hot in here, they just keep saying. What happened? What happened? By the Love way, Chinese somebody. people, and I'm not being disrespectful because uh -huh. they do say what happened. Like, they'll go, what happened? I don't know why, but they do it. Like, mm -hmm. my friend's girlfriend is Chinese, and if we're driving in the car and she sees a car accident, she'll go to the officer. Like, everyone else knows, don't ask the copies. Probably <laughs> asked this a million times. There's an innocence about them. She pulls up, rolls down her window. We're like, she's not going to ask. Yes, she should go, officer, what happened? <laughs> All right, please. <laughs> you know, what happened? <laughs> oh, my God. Can I tell you a quick story about getting... Go, go ahead. Wait, this, I, I, I don't mean, see, a lot of times, obviously, you know, we come in here, you exaggerate stories once in a while, but... When it's not an exaggeration, I'm telling you this is not an exaggeration. Uh, me and my girlfriend are on our way halfway from Los Angeles to uh, California to uh, San Diego. There's this thing called a watermelon festival, right? Mm -hmm. And 
halfway there, we get lost. And basically, they grow a lot of watermelons up there. So they have watermelon seed spitting, watermelon eating. Yeah, sure. But it's basically a carnival. But right. they call sure. it the watermelon festival. Gotcha. Halfway there, we get lost. And my girlfriend pulls into the 7-Eleven and is driving straight towards a group of black people. And I go, oh. you are not asking black people directions to a watermelon festival. <laughs> Which, by the way, I don't think is prejudice at all. Matter of fact, I think it's sensitive. It's understanding they don't know us. We don't know them. Yeah. You know, I'm not going, you, you just don't do it. She goes, why? Why? Are you shrimping me? You are not. There's no way we're pulling up there. I had like nervous. I start to sweat. I, let me tell you something. Here's how respectful I would be of that very touchy situation. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't ask a black person directions to a watermelon festival. Festival, if they had a watermelon festival T-shirt on from the year before, <laughs> I'd still think I was getting set up. Uh, that's true. Uh-huh. Just don't do that. Yeah, there's certain things you just don't do. He is Todd Glass. Thank you very much. Let's uh, let's review your uh, your background, Todd. You are a single single man. Is yes, that correct? Yes, I am single. And uh, but I did hear you say you were driving across the country with your girlfriend. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So how's that going? Uh, it's going good. Is, is this is this a long time girlfriend or is this a relative? No, no, new? no. It's not. This was this was actually a girl that I was dating at the time. I'm not with anybody. As you older you get, it gets harder to be with somebody. Yeah. If you're not with somebody already, you know, it gets you get. First, I don't think women are any crazier than men. I really don't. I think just everybody's screwed up, and it's just easier to be screwed up when you're single. Yeah. When you meet people, you realize you know you have a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, I get mad at her. I can't believe you wouldn't. You didn't dry the sink out. You know, I think that's right. I think I'm right. Any normal person dries the sink. You don't leave it wet like a freak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I, I have this. Theory. You have some problems. Yeah. I, I Who dries the sink? Clean. Her or you? I, I do. I'm you very, dry the sink. I'm very clean. I'm very like anal just, retentive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not even that. It's like I think everybody likes to be clean. Do you, you know? squeegee? Do you squeegee your shower? Uh, I dry it with the towel. But uh, yeah, yeah. Just do you have a glass shower or tile? Yeah, glass. Because you know what it looks like. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah, a little talk- glass through glass. Oh like yeah, that. that's like that's like something like a nine-year-old person, like my my grandfather would do. Like you know what I mean? Like the old, <laughs> you know, the old ringing of the bell. Oh, I forgot. No, your name is Todd. I didn't even get that. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, that's Todd the- glass. glass. No, I have a glass shower door, and when I when I got the when I moved into the house, the guy mm. goes, "Hey, you have to squeegee the glass every day." I'm like, what? Yeah, you don't have to. You don't, you don't have to. Yeah. You can do it. You can do it once a week. Shower's not going to stop working if you don't do. No, but that. I do. So I've got a I've got a squeegee. Mm-hmm. So, got to get out of the thing. You got to, but you got to wait like four minutes. He said. When I was little, I used to see the guys doing the squeegees. <laughs> and I, four minutes? Why? Because there's still moisture in there. You got to wait for the. You got to open the door, leave it open, oh, wait geez. four minutes, go back, and then you've got to. You know what? You used to irritate me. Now I <laughs> no, just feel no, bad for you. Yeah. You can squeegee it right then. No, you can't. Bob. Can, yes, no, you can. No, you, you can't. Squeegee it right away, Bob. The moisture in the air goes back in the glass, and you got to. No, go he's back. got a point. Are you hearing this? <laughs> What's wrong with what he's saying? I, I, all I picture, he's got a, probably a nice bath. Bathroom. One of those rich bathrooms. Yeah. I do have a very nice bathroom. Yeah. No bathtub either. What do you have? It's a big shower. Yeah, that's all no you bathtub. Need. You don't yeah. need a bathtub. No, I, you know my girlfriend, old girlfriend, old. I mean she's old. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she's seventy. You don't mean long time. You mean no, old. Uh, yeah. She used to want me to take baths, and I know this is a weird way to explain it, but I just yeah, felt I like an oversized galook. Sitting in there, like, oh. <laughs> I just didn't enjoy it. I would sit in there for a minute. I'm like, all right, let me get out of here. Get out of here. So good. My own juices. juices. Oh, yeah, it's no. no good. Yeah, yeah. not a bath man. Yeah, but you have to. You have to have at least one tub in a house, or the realtors won't talk to you. But yeah. I read that the, screw the realtors. The average bathtub in America is used good three. three, three I'm not going to sell it three times a year. <laughs> do, you, you have, do you have any tubs at all in your house, Bob? One. Yes. Yeah. I do have you squeegee one. naked? 
No, because you got to wait the four minutes. Huh? Oh, I do. Oh, absolutely. I squeegee naked. Are you squeegee too? Uh-huh. Well, I squeegee. I'll press my junk against, uh, against the glass. <laughs> no, you can't do just that. Just to leave the uh, outline of it and then squeegee around it. <laughs> See, no, I don't have a. I, where I shower, I don't. Uh, my shower, I don't have a uh, door. I have a curtain, a shower curtain. Oh, yeah. those are hard to squeegee. Do you have a shower? Oh, do you have a shower bathtub? I have a shower bath. Oh. See, I think those should be illegal. Well, that's going to be changed someday. I, uh, I'm being I told. Hate those. So, but in the, the bet. in the adult bedroom where my wife sleeps, that they have the. I hear they, they have, have the uh, the you glass know, door. And if I was thinking about this the other day, and I didn't talk about it uh, on stage because I thought it was too like it, it was like bathroom jokes, but the really, if you think about it, the whole bathroom situation today, like public bathrooms, are, it's archaic. Mm-hmm. Like, and and I think it's what what I call waking up asleep in line. People put up with it because they think they have to. But every restaurant, if I had a show on TV, which I might soon, called Todd Glass Saves America, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> Uh-huh. Boycott any restaurant in three years if they don't have private bathroom stalls. Think about it. It's 2007. The, let me. Maybe this says it better. I know I go long-winded here. But the, the way bathrooms are now is what we should say back remember when. Mm-hmm. Remember remember when bathrooms a long time ago, you just had the metal dividers and they were too... That's the way they still are. <laughs> it's the most embarrassing thing to do. You ever go to an expensive hotel like the Ritz-Carlton? They have, they have private bathrooms. Right. with a, mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the way every restaurant should be. I went to a place last week. They had a bathroom attendant. I am not making this up. It was at the Mirage, and uh, in the restaurant, they had a bathroom attendant. But the bathroom was four feet by four feet, which means they know where it's coming from. I'm trying to say this <laughs> yeah. politely. It's, you know, when I when I leave, I can't go, oh, where, where's that coming from? Whoa, and give the guy a look. Yeah. He goes, I saw you. You saw me. Let's not joke around. Give me, give me a dollar. I won't tell anybody. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's what you tip the guy. Here's, yeah. here's five bucks. Don't say Go anything. Yeah. No, it's more like it. an apology. I'm sorry. I got yeah. to give you five. I was in Mexico yeah. yesterday. It's, I caught the nail and I've got a little bit of a diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a tip, here's five dollars. It's basically an apology. What kind, of a, well, what kind of a horrible job is that? Well, you know what I said? And, I, and I, I'm not making this up. I said to myself, I had a stomachache. I didn't want to go up to the room. I'm trying to say this tastefully. Mm-hmm. So I said to myself, which was right, he hears this every night. He's probably desensitized to it like a doctor or nurse. It's not. Mm-hmm. But then I couldn't do it. So I went out to the table. My friends were teasing me because I go, I got to go up to the room. They're like, why? I go, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And they go, Todd, what were you afraid of? Like that you were going to do it and he was going to go like, oh, my God. Are you pooping in there? The manager comes in. Sir, are you pooping in there? I get so embarrassed I lie for no reason. I am not doing that. I'm not a pig. No, you'll be walking through the casino later and the, 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 the yeah. attendant's going to walk by and you're going to see him motion his head and yeah, go, right. oh, that's yeah. the guy. Mm, there's the is. guy right there. There's the guy. That's, why, yeah. that's why I'm quitting. There's Todd ass. The bathroom attendant has an accent? Is that what I just said? <laughs> yeah, <heard>? well, of <laughs> course. Well, they, they're very, they, it's they a very high finding place. Place. There he is right there. Right there. there he's he is. the one. <laughs> we, we. Oh, now, you said you have the same. We're not wrong, by the way. The whole bathroom, there should be private stalls. I'll give you another example. They don't, you know the pizza oven fans when you go... I think most people know what I'm talking about. Like when you go to a pizza parlor, they have that huge fan behind the pizza. Every bathroom should have one of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At an airport bathroom, there's no reason to smell anything. How about when you go to someone's house and they don't even have a fan? Well, mm-hmm. really? If your fan in the kitchen was broke, I really do believe this. A fan in the kitchen... Uh, you would have a carpenter out there within a week. You would apologize. Sorry, it smells like chicken. I got a carpenter coming Thursday. Somehow, <laughs> poop wafting around the bathroom is all right. It's like a given. And how about when people don't have air freshener? Uh-huh. No fan, no air freshener. Do you not want people at your house? Mm-hmm. <laughs> have loud noise. Have You need things. Candles. Uh, 
A candle Anything. or the fan. Yes. No, in fact, that's what uh, one of the contractors told me as I was building a home. They said, you might want to put an old bathroom fan in your new bathroom. Why? Because they're big. So it makes noise. Ah. Yeah. Because in a guest bathroom, your guests like to have a noise or something going on. And he actually said cover that. Up. Oh, yeah. They said See, because... I think this is like I guess because it falls into the bathroom, you know. But it's it's seriously, it is crazy. It's such an embarrassing thing to do. Yet, you know, you go to you go to places and there's there's nothing. How about when they don't I, have the divide? You know, the urinals now. Women might not know. Most mm-hmm. women have know that we have urinals in right. men's bathrooms. It's already an embarrassing thing, justifiably. It's not like you know, we go, oh, mm-hmm. come on, relax. No, you know, we're a civilized society. You have to pull. You know, yeah, you know yeah. what you have to do. How about, and you know it's a conscious choice when they call the carpenters in, hey, we're putting the bathrooms together, the plumber's here. Jerry, do we want the dividers in between the... the <laughs> nah, you know, nah. Nah. We don't, way, people the, don't care. They, they do don't. Yes, we care. Yeah, but see, that's the wrong name there. They shouldn't be called dividers. They should be called splash guards. <laughs> yeah. Then they're going to go in. Well, how about, right. how about if you go into a... no splash guard because you're getting the guy next to you. <laughs> oh. What if you go into a public restroom and they have the big, long stainless steel trough? That's just yeah. gross. And that horrible. Have you ever seen yeah. the video of the guy diving in it? What? Oh, yeah, the Cubs game. Was it the Cubs yeah. game? Yeah, Wrigley yeah. Field. Yeah, Wrigley. Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. Oh. You mean he was excited? Yeah, I think it was a I think bat. It, was a, it looks a like a bat, fraternity obviously, thing. Yeah. He's yeah. standing at one end of the urinal, and he you, just takes a headlong dive through the whole you've been, a, you've been a Wrigley Hemi. Uh, no. They, they have the huge trough. Well, I know they do it like a lot of the baseball. Uh, mm-hmm. big, <laughs> guy gets up and dives and slides. It's like a slip and slide. We have a call. Yeah. Then, then he gets up. Flashing everywhere. Oh. And then he gets up and goes back and sits in his seat. Yeah. Uh, good oh. Morning. oh, morning, Bob and Tom show. Hello. Hello. Hi, fellas. Oh, hi, Floyd. I've enjoyed your restroom program. Uh, Thank you very much. You you see some pretty nasty restrooms in the truck when you're on the road? Truck stops can be bad, yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. Rest areas, they have to be cleaned by law twice to die, of course. Do they? But sometimes if workers are laid off, it can kind of get a sense of filth. You ever been to the Daytona 500? Yeah. Well, Daytona, you know, there's certain restrooms there. You have to accommodate so many people, but the commodes are kindly set up back-to-back where you got your back to another fellow's back, of course. Oh, really? That can make for an awkward time. Yeah. I'll never forget my first time in there. Uh-huh. Tried to break the silence. I heard a plop. An old boy behind me said, what's that? I said, you just sank my battleship. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be darned. Good they one. didn't much care for it. No, I guess not. <laughs> not. Good night. Good night, boy. Thanks very much. <laughs> With us in the studio, comedian Todd Glass. Uh, and uh, now, Todd, um, what, what else are you talking about these? Is anything else interesting on your mind? We've established the fact you're still a single man. You're traveling all over the country. Uh, you're working on some television projects. You've got a. You, you, do you? I did. I about a, when I wasn't here. I don't know if we talked about this. I did a show called Todd's Coma, which Adam Sandler produced, and it was basically a show where I was in a coma. I got hit by a bus after a show one night, and then people told stories about me, which led to flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And the flashbacks could be three seconds. They could be three minutes. You know, and uh, that was that show. And then that didn't sell. So. Hmm. My mom doesn't get her facelift, which she's been begging for. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and now I'm working on a show called Tiglass Saves America, which mm-hmm. is basically these type of things. Uh, you know, anything that bothers me, bad cell phone etiquette that people have is my new thing, or just the volume of their voice. Yeah, we oh, have. Yeah. We have that. In fact, the, our whole album is entitled "We Just Landed" uh, because yeah. we have a guy that is uh, tends to talk a little loud on the cell phone, calls us all the time. You've, you've seen the guy on the plane? Oh, even with no cell phone, it's like when it's just. They're like, yeah, so anyway, I said to Jerry, if we're going to go down there, well, you, you're you a foot from my head. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And by the way, when it's another language you don't speak, and I don't think this is being closed-minded, it's worse. Oh, yeah. now I don't even get the pleasure of eavesdropping. <laughs> yeah. I really hear the equivalent of blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I don't want to hear about your boss for an hour and a half, all mm -hmm. right? Just, you know, you got to bring it down. We, it's what I call people that don't aren't aware, because you can widen the scope of what this is about, that we share the planet together. It's like when the guy's on the plane, you realize why it didn't cost you $100,000 to fly to Florida, because we all chipped in. <laughs> That's what I want to say. You do get that, don't you? You have to in your brain. I'm not right. I, here's what I'm tired of. Well, this is my opinion. No, it isn't. You can't talk like that. One time I just started talking as loud on my cell phone to try to teach this woman a lesson. I go, anyway, she goes, I wasn't aware I was talking that loud. Oh, I really? go, well, then how'd you know I was mocking you? <laughs> <laughs> Are you that paranoid? <laughs> Good for you, Todd. One more. The uh, the uh, thing the um, we the, all we, chipped in. I just yeah. love that. Well, here's right. another one, and it, and it gets me grinding my teeth. At my gym, there are people that spit into the sink and the water fountain. Uh, and I want to go up to them what? and do the the calm. Yeah, they uh. spit into the water fountain. I want to go up to them and do the calm. We share this world together. Hey, how you doing? You see this establishment here? It's probably cost what about five million dollars. Um, and I see you spitting into the sink. Uh, you do have to wonder why a $4 million building like this only cost you about a dollar a day. Yeah. Uh -huh. I'll tell yeah. you why. Come over here. Because we all chipped in. <laughs> I paid. He paid. It's not your gym. If you want to spit into the sink, save up $4 million, build your old gym, and then spit everywhere you want. We have more of the Bob and Tom Show on this Friday morning. Stupid World Records, a giant pumpkin, and Dick Hitswater are coming up for you next. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to Friday. This is Christopher here on the Bob and Tom Show. Uh, we have a segment here with Stupid World Records, also a giant pumpkin, and Dick Hitswater checks in. Uh, we now return to the DoorDash uh, Sports Desk. Stupid World oh. Record. Guess who has broken the Guinness World Record for I'll the guess. most blind juggling catches on a balance board? Uh, is it Sting from the police? No. Oh. Mm. Henry Kissinger. Could be. No. Boy, oh boy. You said you'd guess? David Rush. Yes, David Rush. Uh, setting the inaugural record three years ago with 52 <laughs> catches. David's record has been broken twice since then, most recently 159 catches. David reclaimed the record after climbing, climbing atop a balance board, putting a bill uh, a billfold on. That's a blindfold, actually. <laughs> and juggling for three minutes and 19 seconds to make a total of 1,316 catches. Have you, have, you, have you seen this video? It's amazing. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. Look it's at amazing. This uh, <laughs> you know who you know who juggled? Fatty Arbuckle juggled. Oh, certainly, yeah. Actually, you know who juggles is, uh, is David Rush's wife. I bet while while he was he was doing this, she was juggling, fixing dinner, picking up the kids, doing their homework, right. bang the bill, oh, two parents. Yeah. It must be hard to be a single mother. Does this guy have anything to do? But you know, you know who juggles is Chick McGee. Well, Chick's a pretty good juggler. I can juggle. Yeah. It's, I'm rusty. I, I I can juggle much better than three balls. Three balls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. is, that, is that your limit? Three ball. Yeah. Juggle. You jump up to five. Three ball. Yeah. Five's almost impossible. Christy, really you know what to do when you're attacked by a group of clowns, right? Oh, yeah. No, what? You go for the jug juggler. <laughs> I was I was close, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah. So close. Yeah. Really aced it up. <laughs> yeah, he really did. Poor Ace. He was already smiling before I said it. No, he really did. <laughs> he had to use his name as a verb. 
Well, um, I think, I mean, you know, this is, ever been on one of those balance boards, Christy? Is yes, like, I have. That's not easy. Yeah, it's like there's a, what is it, like a round log and you get in the board and you got to. How you train for athletic events or balance board? And we used to have Twirl one. your ribbon. No kidding. Yeah, throw your ball up in the air and stuff like we, that. We? Yeah. You mean you and Kelly had one? No, no. Back in back when I was a kid, we had one. Oh, oh. what? Why don't you guys you do go? Just why don't out? you go play on the balance board? <laughs> I didn't even know they had them back yeah. then. Was, Leave your mother alone. I forget what it was called. It was like the uh, song. <laughs> why don't you go ride a board and can? <laughs> no, I mean, imagine a regular like a log with a six inch diameter. It's long, and then it's the, long. and then the board sits on it in a perpendicular manner. You get on. No, it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It's no, fun. we know what it is. Tom. Is it all core strength? Pretty much, just yeah. balance. Wow. I, but I mean, to do that and then be blindfolded and then and then juggle is amazing. Oh, it's amazing. That's a lot of practice. Yeah. I wonder if I wonder if Hollywood Hannah ever like, leans back and Dave is in the middle of it, just heaves as hard as he can a beanbag right at his ball. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he wants to. Yeah, I'd imagine. Dude, I just want to watch the TV. Yeah, right. we can. Yeah, come on. Can we just have a beer and watch a game? You may want to get divorced. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> is that sports? Yes. That's good. That's everything in sports. Yep. We don't have any lyrics yet for the uh, the outro, or the intro. Sure we right? do. We do. Yeah. Yeah. This wasn't quite a record. A Wisconsin farmer grew a twenty, a uh, two thousand five hundred and twenty pound pumpkin. Whoa! Believed wow. to be the heaviest grown in the country this year, but disqualified from competition due to a crack. Oh no! Yeah, Mike when did Schmidt. They start, when did they start drug oh, testing right. pumpkins? Yeah, oh, right. of Markinson, Wisconsin, said he's been growing giant pumpkins for years, but this year marked the first time one of his gourds surpassed twenty five hundred pounds. Now, Tom, aren't you uh, disgusted or uh, repulsed by uh, grotesque large pumpkins yeah. with bumps on them and yeah. stuff? Yeah, well, they look like skin tagged blobs. Yeah. yeah, but these huge ones always look like. <laughs> You know, really big fat women lying down. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Some would Man. say they're Rubenesque, but uh, no, no, really fat. big fat. Man. Women. He just hates sure does. Yeah, I know. Well, Nothing worse you can be than fat. Nope, nope. Schmidt's 2,520-pound pumpkin, believed to be the largest grown in the United States this year. Hey, Josh, well, is it a great big fat pumpkin? <laughs> was disqualified because they had a crack in the vegetable's exterior. It would have also been the second heaviest pumpkin in the world. However, because of the crack, it's ineligible for any competition this year. Schmidt bu- says, maybe don't win Jack if you've got a crack. Pretty sure. <laughs> Whoa. Who is that guy? <laughs> I don't know. Pumpkins He's one of the judges, are, That's apparently. the county fair judge. Yeah. It's not a vegetable. It's maybe a don't win Jack if it ain't got a crack. <laughs> oh. Schmidt is taking the loss in stride, saying, it happens. There's no crying in pumpkin growing. Oh, By the way. Funny. The World Championship <laughs> pumpkin people pay yes. $9 a pound to the winner, meaning Schmidt could have won 22680 bucks. Oh, fantastic. Oh, no, oh, oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. No, yeah. I'd be crying right now. Exactly. Yeah. There's real money here. Real money. Wow. That's a serious business. You yeah, know, I, Circleville, Ohio, right near London, Ohio, They every year they have the pumpkin show, the Circleville Pumpkin Show. Really? It's amazing. <laughs> all the pumpkins from all over the country. When do you start Circleville growing the pumpkins there? Like in April, maybe? I don't know. It's Good all question. about water. A friend of ours did it, and it's... 
it, they just have a hose on them constantly. I can we, get water. I got water all over town. I got water. Yeah, There's, we called uh, Circleville Round Town when I was a kid. Did you? Oh, so, oh that's yeah. cute. Yeah, that is cute. <laughs> the weatherman called it Round that. Town. No, oh, yeah. we never mind. High I, in the middle O's on the outside, Ohio. These pumpkin growers take it seriously. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I thought it was a setup too. <laughs> well, earlier you were going. You know, this is serious business, and I saw you reach for what I assumed was the Han Rimshot button, and then Chick bored us with Circle Town, and I thought Round get, Town. Try to get you back to where Circleville. That's probably someone from Circleville right now. Hello, Bob and Tom Show. No, it isn't. This is Dick Hitchwater. Oh, I'm sorry. Who? Who? Wait a minute. What? This is Dick Hitswater sitting in for Chase Pecker. <laughs> All right. And this is some other news. <laughs> well, following the Green Bay Packers' victory over the Chicago Bears on Sunday, quarterback Aaron Rodgers taunted Chicago fans by yelling, I still own you. Oh. Well, the some other news staff has come across Rogers' scribbled notes in the locker room, which indicated other things he had considered yelling. Oh. Here are those rejected taunts. Okay. Deep dish pizza sucks. Oh, oh that's going to get him riled up. Yelling words. this to Chicago fans. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Your shoulders aren't that big. <laughs> Michael Jordan couldn't carry LeBron James jockstrap. <laughs> oh, wow. Chicago. I'm trying to anger them. Chicago here. You make a nice suburb for New York City. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Have you ever tried eating a hot dog without all that crud on it? And <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ditka couldn't coach a girl's softball team. Oh, it's insulting wow. all around, yeah. This is a old Chicago coach there. I live in Green Bay. Your winters don't even make my nipples hard, you pansies. <laughs> Those were some of the rejected taunts. And this has been Dick Hitswater sitting in for Chase Pecker. And this has been some other news. I still own you. <laughs> Thank you, Dick. Thanks, Dick. You know what? We forgot uh, birthdays. And, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, sports football, birthdays. Uh, sports birthdays. You haven't done that for three months. Well, that's because so, today's a very special day. First of all, today is Evander Holyfield's Birthday. Oh, oh gosh. is he aware of that? I think it's his birthday. I think it would be. Well, I'm dead. His and brain on, pan on this day in 1876. <laughs> oh, God. Go ahead and s- <laughs> spittle out those candles, Brandon. <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> yes, do that. Mordecai. <laughs> wild. Mordecai Peter Centennial Brown was born on this date in 1876. Ask me who that is. Who's that? Who's that? That's right. The the fabulous Mordecai Three Finger Brown. That's right. Remember, you've all heard of the Three Finger Brown. This no. day. That's right. He was born in Niceville, Indiana. Huh. Uh, he worked in Western Indiana coal mines for a while before beginning his professional baseball career. Nicknamed Three Finger. Because he suffered two separate injuries to his right hand. The first and most famous, of course, came when he was feeding material into the farm's oh, feed chopper. No. Yikes. He, no. he slipped and his hand was mangled by the knives. Uh. <laughs> by the knives! 
severing severing much of his index finger and damaging the other. Got squid-gamed, did he? A doctor repaired the rest of his hand, and as you can see, he developed an interesting pitch with only three fingers on his right hand. Oh, I bet. It took off most of his index finger. Yeah. Yeah. And put the spin on the ball, and that's how he became a successful pitcher. They say Jerry Garcia, if the dead hadn't taken off, would have been a hell of a pitcher. Is that true? No. (laughs) Missing missing a finger. Well, you had me. Coming up next hour on the Bob and Tom Show, Karen Rontowski and a cake for Pat. But coming up next, comedian Bill Burr's Christmas in L.A. Come on back. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show on this Friday morning. This is Christopher speaking. Great to be here with you. We have a segment here about uh, Bill Burr's Christmas in L.A. Let's check it out. Bill Burr is hanging out with us once again on tour. You got, you got the holidays coming. I'm taking some time off. Ah, absolutely. I'm, I'm psyched. I live in L.A. now, and I've decided that uh, I am embracing the holidays this year. Actually, not going to be Scrooge. Okay, mm-hmm. and I'm also I'm not going home. For them, because uh, I, when I lived in New York, I could just drive out to my folks' house. It was no big deal. But last year, I forgot how nuts it was at the airport. Like, right. I went down there like the Thursday, Christmas on like a Tuesday. I went down there on like a Thursday. I'm like, ah, oh, this is great, you Easy. know, two in the afternoon, no mm-hmm. problem. I went down there, it looked like, like the government collapsed. <laughs> like everybody running all over the place. I was behind that guy who doesn't have luggage. He's got like the beat up cardboard box with the duct tape. Oh, and yeah. It's too heavy, uh-huh. and he's pulling like roosters out of it and stuff. It's just like, really? Really? Where are you going? Where are you going? You know what I mean? People don't want those gifts, no. honestly. So now, Mail them some seeds. Yeah. Who's 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 in L.A.? Who's in L.A.? It's just me and my uh, my girl. So right. that's it, though. I mean, that's it. Oh, gonna... it's great. Nothing like a nice sunny Christmas. Dude, I'm 40 years old, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if what are they going to do? Give me mm-hmm. a racetrack? It's pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those deals where I don't have any. Yeah. Like my parents just kept saying, like, well, you know, until you get married, and you have kids, just keep coming back. And I did it. I did it right through 39. And then uh, I was so just no, like, it's like, I, come on, man. Honestly, <laughs> How am I really going to sit around and wait for you to know, uh-huh. take out this? this I want to have my. My own Christmas Why on not? some level, yeah. Absolutely. Plus, it's a hell of a lot cheaper. Yes, I got is. a lot of lot of relatives. <laughs> now, let me let me. Ask, are you gonna? You're in Los Angeles. Are you gonna get a, a real Christmas tree for the? Do you oh, an, yeah. Do you an apartment or a house? I live in uh, an apartment. Mm-hmm. You can get a real Christmas tree. Then? Yeah, I did it last year, but I gotta I gotta watch because I I always end up feeling bad for that little loser Christmas tree. Sure, oh, yeah. Yeah. Charlie yeah. Brown Christmas yeah. tree. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah the mm-hmm. last kid picked in gym class right. mm-hmm. Christmas tree relating to it on some level. <laughs> yeah, and uh, take it home. Yeah. And, yeah. Were you the last kid picked in gym class? No, but I was. I definitely. I took my lumps. You know what mm-hmm, I mean. Mm-hmm. I definitely. I, I was like okay. I was one of those guys. I could catch anything, but I. I couldn't. You know. I could. Couldn't I remember. When, I remember when we ran the forty yard dash. Like this dude who. Some one of these guys like in in tenth grade. He already has a beer belly. Right. Sure. And I was literally like neck and neck with this dude, just going like thinking in my head like what happened? Oh man. <laughs> but I, I was never. I was never. Yeah. I was always slow, but I could always catch things. And what was funny. Was I kept myself in shape long enough that I remember uh, last time I played, you know, football? I was like, what, like thirty three? You know, mm-hmm. years just fly by. Right. And I, I like, I could tell I had gotten older because I heard the first time I ever heard in a game somebody goes, "Watch, watch out for Burr, he's fast." And I was like, "Wow, you guys are out of shape." <laughs> I, was, I was slow in my prime. Yeah. So all you slow guys out there, if you keep yourself in shape, once you get up to thirty or older. You're a and all hero. Those, yeah, one of those those fat guys. You know, uh, Bill Burr is our oh, guest, so uh, you're gonna get the uh, 
you're gonna get a real life Christmas tree. Good for you. Do you have ornaments yeah. and stuff you packed away? You yeah, I got like ones? those cheesy ones with the uh, you know just the ones you get at the hardware store. Because now you can go buy lights. They're, the lights are so cheap you can throw yeah, them how away. How did that happen? Lights are yeah. unbelievable. I don't know how tree, that happened. The lights are always on there. Like four thousand yeah, lights pre-lit. for three ninety nine. Hang on a second. What'd you say? It's pre lit. What are you Although talking the, about? The lights are built oh, yeah. into the tree. I just yeah, put the tree true. together. It's the uh, you know the in. fake tree. Tom. Oh, the oh, lights oh. are already part of it. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. right. Probably has a microchip in it, so yeah. the uh, government Wait, can and watch I'm sure it. Follow you. No, that's Patriot Act. When you when you when you get up to heaven, Jesus goes. Oh, thanks for my birthday with the plastic tree. There's yeah. nothing wrong with the fake tree, Tom. I like the real trees. So well, good for you. I'm yeah. saving trees so you can read books. Tom. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now the, these the trees the are part tree, of a, are their families that grow these trees. They're harvested. It's a mm-hmm. healthy program for the earth. I'm sure there'll be an argument there. Someone wants to bitch about my Christmas tree. That's fine. Hope you go to hell. Well, then there's. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You go to hell. <laughs> Just kidding. That's all right. But don't, don't they, the they, they they they. Harvest them, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plant them. I buy, I buy my yeah. tree from the same family every year. The gores, they're the best. They got a, they got a tree mm-hmm. farm. It's great. That's so. Uh, Not yeah. Plus, you buy the plastic one, then you got to spray the the. The Christmas I don't spray tree that smell. stuff. You have, to, on it. you have to flock it, don't you? No, I don't. Yeah, do that. You got to flock. No, 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 no. So it just sits there, all sterile looking. Yeah, oh, that's plastic. it. Yeah, you've been, you've been there. You've been to replace, huh, Bill? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Plastic on the furniture. Remember those days? Oh. Well, did you have, did you have a relative home. that had plastic on the furniture, Bill? No, no, okay. I didn't. No, yeah. They didn't. They yeah. did have nice furniture. Okay. When we came over, they just yeah, it was the old days when you could hit other people's kids. Yeah, oh <laughs> so yeah, remember just, those yeah, days? They just oh, shoot yeah. you a look. You'd be like, oh yeah, it's still legal. <laughs> Can't wait till they repeal that. <laughs> now, Bill, uh, do you mind? Uh, Bill Burzar, I guess. We're talking about him celebrating Christmas by himself with his girlfriend in Los Angeles, leaving his family behind. In but the it's so romantic. Leave him alone. Sure it is. That's what I want to yeah. get. What's I'm what I want to get? Buy Christmas records. Yeah, I'm doing it up. I'm gonna. Yeah. Gonna, am, uh, Are you gonna propose? No. Why do women always gotta ruin it? <laughs> it's like, wasn't that, that wasn't enough. It's just never enough. Gee, and then I'm... if I was gonna propose, then it would be like, well, how are you gonna do it? Uh-huh. Well, that's not the. That's not. That's not. Could clever you enough? You just, you just violated the guy code. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. On Christmas, you guy. give a present. You don't. You don't do the marriage thing on Christmas. You why do that not? on any other day but Christmas. Why not? Because, because. they'll get mad because they feel like. You, you, you got a two, you got a, no, you got a two for one deal. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what I mean. They they want you to do it in the middle of the you know when they mm-hmm. just get a random gift. Yeah, a ring. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah married. I'm you know you're no. not getting married. Ah, that's well when they when they update that contract and mm-hmm. stop making it one of those behind the music contracts, <laughs> <laughs> then, then I'll get married. But I basically you, know, honey, yeah. you can write your own. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You can write your own. Contract. Those bungee cord jumping contracts are better than that thing, <laughs> <laughs> which basically say if you die, it's not our fault, yeah. even though we tied that thing to your leg <laughs> i'd rather sign that if you took the, if you took that contract to any lawyer they'd be Sorry, like dude are you out of your mind we'll you make, signed we'll make, it yeah we'll make it you, we'll make you knew you were you knew you were jumping off a cliff yeah no, come I'm, on i'm totally yeah i'm uh-huh. sorry I'm, for the romance thing <laughs> well, he, he, you haven't even let him answer the question mm-hmm. so the romance is going pretty well then mm-hmm. now does she have does she have what would be the equivalent of in-laws for you i mean does she have Apparently, family yeah. around in family, los angeles yeah. You're gonna have to go visit them, or does she let you see them? Um, I don't, I don't know. She'll, uh, I, I think they, they might come over at some point. But mm-hmm. her, her, so you get along with her parents? Oh yeah, yeah, they're real cool. Mm-hmm. They're cool. Okay. I don't have a problem with them. Good. You're, so, are you gonna get them a present? No. 
All right. Uh, now they have a problem with you. Yes. What am I? Yeah. <laughs> no. I know what I'm, you can get them. I'm 40, so you Bill, don't need I've to got get a, me anything. Bill, I've got a great gift for you. It's this delightful of set <laughs> of nice. Bill Burr CD, the Bill Burr CD, and the uh-huh. Bill Burr DVD bonus cuts, Bill. Maybe you can, uh, bonus so you cuts. can say to you Too can bad say we didn't to your do the Bill Burr placemats this year. <laughs> you know what I should do? That, that's the way. If I ever want to get out of my relationship, I'll get that from my girl for Christmas, and I'll autograph it like I don't even know her. Uh-huh. Hey, best wishes, uh-huh. Bill Burr. Happy holidays to my biggest fan. Yes, yeah, su- support the troops. Uh, yeah. That sounds familiar. That's what Tom does for us. I do that every year as a gag. Yes, he does. Oh yeah, you got to do it. Oh, uh-huh. but um, that's a great idea. With us in the studio, uh, comedian Bill Burr is here with us. And uh, Bill is a New Englander, a sports fan, stand-up comedian. You've been to many of the great stadiums in the United States for all kinds of different sports, coliseums, stadiums, arenas. Pretty much all of them by myself Mm -hmm. with a stranger holding the camera. (laughs) 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 That's what I had like... All of uh, all the pictures that I've gotten, I realized that after a while. Like I just hey, can you take a picture? I, I had no of me? idea uh-huh. who was holding. Yeah, right. All the old ones in front of the King Dome and all these. <laughs> Does anybody ever say, "Hey, aren't you that guy, that comedian I saw in Letterman?" Do you ever get that, or is it? Um, yeah, lately in the last couple of years, when my special just came out, like it's amazing the amount of TV that you actually have to do to to finally get you know once every six weeks like dad and i go to high school with you you know like that type of stuff you know i thought it was funny i did i did a club uh before my special came out i did a club and like uh i remember somebody coming up to me and being like uh you know this is my first time to a club i've never heard of you you know you're so funny blah blah my ego is actually bruised going thinking like i've been doing comedy central for 10 years how have you never heard of me then i had to be honest with myself it's like bill when you walk down the street do you have to is there a crush of fame that you're dealing with? And it's like, you know, pretty much walk yeah. around and nobody knows who I am. So I don't know why that would have surprised me. Uh. <laughs> it says eight people in the audience. Like, how could you have never heard of me? That's like the show business ego. I've been spinning plates since the early 90s. Oh, oh see, that's. Tom's, Tom's favorite, plate spinners. Plate spinners? Oh, yes. oh, okay. You never see them. Uh-huh. See, the, I, I, when I was a kid, you had the shows, they'd have a ver- true variety show. Ed right. Sullivan. You know, Jim Morrison and the Doors are on the show, followed by some plate spinner, followed by some guy playing an accordion, followed by some Russian dancers. Mm-hmm. And a whistler. And you can see why yeah, that wouldn't work. Followed by a scene from Oliver. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can see musical. why that wouldn't work on television, because you're trying to appeal to too many different groups. It wouldn't happen anymore. Now there's probably a Russian dancing channel somewhere that I haven't even right. heard yeah, of. But there is no plate spinning channel. I know that. But Scola. You but the Scola? plate spinners, it's a great metaphor for life. You, know, you get the one thing going, and then you got to run mm-hmm. over, the another one falls. It does. It reminds well, no one me ever took it to the next level. What's that? It, it just well, I don't know what it was. Plates was on fire. Problem. Somebody mm-hmm. had yeah. Somebody plates had to take it to fire. another level. <laughs> plates spinning, on fire. That's good. Fire. That's or really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, but if there was a good one, all of the comedians would go hack, plate spinner, uh-huh. prop act, oh, do you know, do you know guitar the... hack, yeah. plate spinning, prop whore. Yeah. That is my plate spinning. I I wrote that. I wrote that plate spinning gag. That whore took it. Do you know the amount of guys who who did comedy like literally thirty years ago? If they started out today, they would just be considered like the hacks. Yeah, Steve mm-hmm. Martin banjo with a bow and arrow through his head. Come on, yeah. But the yeah. guy's a genius, genius, I mean, brilliant comedian yeah. in every genius. way, but great nowadays, writer. Nowadays, have you seen the guy with the, the prop guy? Excuse prop guy. me, but when, yeah. but when he did it, and the whole sure. context of everything he did defined why it was so funny. It, it, it's all part of the moment. Brilliant, brilliant yeah, comedian. absolutely brilliant. But yeah, you're right. But yeah, if yeah. he started today. People would just be, ah, it's a gimmick. It's a gimmick. That's not a real now, arrow. Now, let me ask you this. Bill Burr, you've, 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 come, uh, you've, uh, you've got a great, great career going. When you were coming up, was there ever a time where you tried to get a hook or a gimmick 
like a prop or a guitar? Oh. Did some manager say you need a phrase like "get her done" or something? Did you? No, did you I, ever I never... become the the uh, something guy? The no, because that like freaks me out. Like I don't <laughs> yeah. want like I'm I don't the, like, like I'm pe- the uh, blank you guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... yeah. <laughs> oh, aren't you the I'm so angry guy? Oh yeah, you know yeah. You come up with a catchphrase. Yeah. You always wear the same silly hat. <laughs> you know, you wear like a baker's Absolutely. hat. Like, hey, you know the guy hey, just like a baker. <laughs> He's not really funny, but uh, we get the concept. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're baking up some jokes. Yeah, he, he always talks about bacon bread. Uh-huh. That guy. Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah. An hour of bacon bread jokes. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that's the quick way, I think. If yeah. you want to... If you want to, you know, everything's... Did you ever even entertain that at all? Did you think, wait a minute, that's... No, basically me and my friends always mock it, and we try to come Mm -hmm. up with ridiculous catchphrases. (laughs) In fact, I know a buddy of mine actually did it. He came up with, you know, just just the stupid, you know, and you know what I do? Like, literally, (laughs) literally mocking. He was literally mocking the catchphrase. Right. And the crowd was in on the joke, but by the end of it... They couldn't wait for him to say it. They were going nuts, and then so ha- so he was loving them in the beginning that they were going along with it. And by the end of his set, he hated the crowd because he's like, "You're the exact idiots that I'm talking about." We have more of the Bob and Tom Show coming up for you in just a couple of minutes. Bozo the Clown, that '90s show, and Donnie Baker will check in. You'll hear that all coming up next here on the Bob and Tom Show. Heidi ho welcome to the Mr. Obvious Show. I am your host, Mr. Obvious. Let's take a call. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Obvious Show. Well, hello, is this Mr. Obvious? Speaking. <laughs> hey, Mr. Obvious. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh-huh. What seems to be the problem? <laughs> well, here's my problem. Shoot. Uh, my wife and I, we uh, finally decided to take a, take a trip to the beautiful San Fran. Cisco. Uh-huh. San Francisco. Oh, Twin Cities, eh? (laughs) Yeah, that's right, Twin City. Well, cool. We might try to get there sometime. But uh, we we decided to go to San San Fran. So first day we get there, um, I go out to see the sights on my own uh, while the wife took a nap. So I walk. Uh huh. Finally, I get to one of them uh, coffee shops that they got there. Uh huh. And um, I figure. You know, I'm in a fancy coffee shop. I'm going to try me one of them cafe lattes oh. with milk. Uh, la- latte means with milk. What's that? Well, what you said is the same as saying I'll have a cafe milk with milk. Right, yeah, you, you got to have it with milk. That's the only way they're good. Okay, please continue. Yeah, so I, I had my uh, cafe latte with milk. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I go to pay for it, and I realize I forgot my wallet back at the hotel. Oh. Right. So I says to myself, I says, what would I do if I was back at home? Uh-huh. Well, I decide I'll hitchhike. So I go out on the street there, and I uh-huh. stick my hand up, and pardon my French, Mr. O, but uh, dang it if somebody doesn't stop on a dime. Huh. Right then, just came by and picked me up right there. Yeah? Yeah, I was, Pretty cool. It was, a, it was a race car driver to boot. Did you say a race car driver? Yeah, he had uh, those checkered flags, the race car flags all over the car. Mm-hmm. And, uh, real fancy car, had all kinds of electronic accessories and junk inside. Right. Well, I, I kind of felt sorry for him. Sorry? Why, why is that? He had this big old bandage on his head. Uh-huh. His head was all, all wrapped up. And yeah. I, I got kind of, kind of worried. 
thought, well, you know, maybe he's had some kind of head injury or something. Mm -hmm. Should I get in the car? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mr. Obvious, he seemed to drive fine. Mm-hmm. And he took me right where I was going back to the hotel there, and it was great and everything, but I think that head injury turned him mean. <laughs> how, how so, caller? Well, Mr. O, he tried to rob me. He tried... You mean he asked for money at the end of the ride? Exactly. I, I, I go to get out of the car, and I said, you know, thanks a bunch. Uh -huh. well, hold on, here's my money, you know. And it's really weird. He was real specific about it. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he, he was robbing me for $12.56. Mm. You know, caller, sounds to me like... Uh like a robbery, yeah. No, well, no. It, I think what you got a hold of there is a taxi cab. A taxi cab? Yeah, they, they charge people money when they drive you wherever you want to go, and you pay the fee for whatever the trip costs. <laughs> it's a service in the big cities. Oh. Mm -hmm. It's a cab. Oh, well, now that's making sense, because I... I thought he had a misspelling on his paint job there. I thought it was supposed to say car. <laughs> cab, huh? C-A-R, but it said C-A-B. B, right. Ah. Yeah. Huh. We made the connection. Uh, join us again next time on the Mr. Obvious hey, Show. Mr. Obvious? Yeah. That whole cab theory is kind of making sense now. They have a lot of people riding around in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that explains it. Cabs smell like an old whore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Bob and Tom Show for a Friday morning. This is Christopher speaking. Hope you're having a good long Thanksgiving weekend right now. A segment with Bozo the Clown, that 90s show, and Donnie Baker checks in. Here's Willie Griswold. Hey, and man. There, ladies and gentlemen, is Tom Griswold. <laughs> I was expecting a big time, but no, we didn't get it. I... Did, haven't we okay. gone it over is, this? It and is now, now officially dead. Yeah, it's got to go. I got a letter here. This could be fun. Irritating okay, point. Fun letter. This is from our pal Mikey, and the subject is, I talked to Bigfoot. Oh, really? Yeah, and then the, the letter reads, Bigfoot doesn't believe in Josh. Oh, that's sad. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know. Oh, How man. Is that? Wow. So I mean, there is that. only grainy footage of me out there, <laughs> so I, I can't really blame him per se. Yeah, poor Mikey. Mm. Okay. Poor okay. Mikey. Poor me. Well, I think Mikey had he had to bring you down a peg. So I said, "Oh, oh yeah, you don't yeah. think he enjoyed that?" Oh no, yeah, <laughs> he was sad to give us the news. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, Bruceland, sexy man with a deep voice, Ace Cosby. Here he is with his joke of the day. Working out, it's it's like a drug to me. Yeah, I don't do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work out. Can't say I blame either. Oh, don't do drugs. Hello, Bob and Tom Show. Hey, Bob and Tom, it's Donnie Baker. Hey, Donnie, how are you? I'm pretty good. First off, happy Columbus Day, everybody. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, man, every year this holiday sort of tears me up. Oh, really? But look how long it's been, Tom. Hmm. Um, circus 1492 when he sailed the ocean. Uh, good. And people are still talking about him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically, it comes down to one man in his boat. You know? And yet my boat's still for sale. Maybe it's a sign. Maybe I shouldn't even sell my boat, especially for market price. You know, maybe it means I'm supposed to keep her. Who knows what else is out there just waiting to be discovered, you know? Yeah. Well, you laugh, but I know every time I went Newland and Patty Ferguson Spanks, I discovered something new. Oh. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> so where's my bronze statue of Kid Rock skin and a mud cat? <laughs> 
<laughs> My point is, who even knows if Columbus was the first one to touch dry land here? It ain't like there was fact checkers back then, you know? No different in the same way my Uncle Jinbug tells people he invented Texas toast. <laughs> I swear to God. And he's from Pigeon Forge, you know? That's why every Christmas you'd open his gift and knew it's going to be a hermit crab or coupons for the batting cage or go-karts again. Sure. Yeah. But I love history, man. I'll tell you guys, this weekend, for the first time ever, I was in Kentucky and toured a place called Butcher Hollers. Oh. Yeah, I toured the birth house of Loretta Lynn. Oh, that's great. Wow. It's basically just a one-bedroom shack sitting atop four stilts overlooking a big valley. And I probably know more about this rags to riches story than anybody I know. Oh, yeah, really? <laughs> I swear to God, I was basically raised on a little house on the prairie. Hmm. My mom Phyllis watched it every day. Man, you could even see the path where Half Pint would run down the hill during the <laughs> intro. Yeah. I swear to God. And they still got the same barn where Paul would break horses and Pepper's crouch thinking about Miss Olsen bringing the store. <laughs> and no wonder why Half Pint's sister was blind. There weren't even curtains in this cabin. Hell, I spent over half the tour squinting at the tour guide, too. <laughs> so, but it was worth it. I got the hug on Herman Lee Webb and stand next to a cardboard cutout of Tommy Lee Jones. So. All right. All right. My point is, never stop searching. Yeah. <laughs> if you got a, got a boat for sale, I'm going to go. Noodling in uh, Patty Ferguson. That's right. <clears throat> I've said it before. I'll say it again. I could not do that. I am so ready. The moment I get the offer to go noodling, I'm doing it. <laughs> Okay. I'm so pumped. I'm so You're gonna ready. You're going to stick your fist yep. up a hole underwater yep. and have some critter and you, bite and down And jerk on. it around until he latches on. <laughs> Excuse me. Pardon me. Don't make that. <laughs> okay. I mean, you really... <laughs> don't, man, don't, man. don't do the broomstick. Have fun, Ronald. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah, talking just, of jerking it around. Jess, I think Sorry. you could do this. You kind of have the vibes of like a river person. I could totally <laughs> see this happening. I am. I don't know if I'm insulted or flattered. No, I think oh, yeah, you're kind of like Renee Zellweger in Cold Mountain. Yeah, We grew yeah. up in the lake and we would have seaweed fights and dig in the mud. Like I didn't. <laughs> you grew up in the lake. On the lake in the summer, we did. Yeah. You ever have a seaweed fight there, Tom? Cover your face in it and scare the little cousins. Oh, yes. no. The big yes. shore lunch. The closest Tom's come to uh, having a seaweed fight is returning one of his one of the rolls at a sushi restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I'd argue if I could. That this would be a rainbow. That would be your nightmare. Someone covered in seaweed trying to scare you. It's just like the creature of the mm. Black Lagoon coming uh, to life. Or Ted Dancing and Creep Did Show. Yeah. Hang on a second. I got I'm glad you brought that up. Did you see we have a creature of the Black Lagoon? Uh, Kind of an interesting story. The, I bet it's not the um, the artist who portrayed the creature from the Black Lagoon. The actor, the guy in the suit. Yeah, he's actually um, um, in bad health, oh. and his daughter. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's a hundred. Surprise is alive. Oh my goodness! Just calm. The surprise. Down. The good news is he's in know, bad health. Do you know <laughs> yeah. there are behind the scenes photos of the filming of the creature of the Black yeah. Lagoon and the guys sitting with the co- her, his co star. They're having coffee and smoking cigarettes. It's I like, love those. And, and the body language almost insists that he's flirting with her. A yeah. little bit. In yeah. the costume. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, well, this it's a great movie. It was the first movie that terrified me as a kid. <laughs> and his daughter is asking you to send him uh, some cards. He oh, is uh, well, not give his doing name well. out. Oh, you've no. got to, how do you? How do we do this? Um, it, we, this guy is in uh, Jacksonville, Florida right now. 
we're going to post this. Well, he has to be, okay, be near. Uh, he has to be near an uh, open body of water. I sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't say in this article how old he is, but it just says that. Uh, what does he have? Finrot. Uh, <laughs> ick, ick, it's called, ick, he was called the Gill Man. He wasn't called the Gill Man, was he? I'm yes. reading. This, yeah, Gill Man. Yeah, he was called the Gill Man. Uh, but uh, his name is uh, uh, Mr. Browning. He's a, apparently in poor health, and uh, people are trying to uh, get him uh, some information. There you go, Tom. There, there's the makeup artist working on uh, the Gill Man. Behind you know what's funny? Gill Man holds up. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a great suit. <laughs> it is. It's one of the yeah. greatest of all However, time. However, they made well that designed, suit. Yeah. It's really well put together. And yeah. also, when you see the movie, when the, the people are treading water and their yeah. legs are going back and forth. And he's just think, right. Yeah. Ah, you're just a sitting duck. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, but this, so this guy's, uh, you, you can, um, you, we'll put a link to this uh, and you can maybe send this guy a nice postcard. Make sure or, you laminate it, though. Yeah. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Or you sure can I, I get, go on Facebook or whatever and say hi to him. So once again, his name uh is, I don't know how you pronounce this. R I C O U Riku. Yeah. Riku Browning. Yeah, he's ninety-one years old. Wow. Riku oh, wow. Browning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Ricola. Boy, uh, Jack, is there, uh, uh, I was just wondering, did you like what I did over here? I, I couldn't really tell from what I you just said. I found did. it real, real easy. Okay. <laughs> well, um, there are those. Yeah, I'll, uh, we'll stick a link to this on our on. Various Bob and Tom social media platforms. So. You should okay. call him or send him an email at least and tell him how much you uh, he was uh, his performance. Uh, I have in my office. I don't know where, uh, a uh, Gilman uh, sculpture, a, a model. It's oh, a yeah. it's a plastic model. It's a bust. Yeah, it's, it's it? a sculpture. Is it? A, no, it's a. I thought, I thought it was, it was like a, a ceramic bust. Is it's it just? Is it a bust? No, he's. It's the full body. It's like yeah. it is. It's oh, like it's yes, like one it's of your like a, a Ravel model or whatever. Oh, okay. it's, it's like one were. of your football toys over there. Yeah, like a starting line. <laughs> yeah, nobody calls those sculptures. <laughs> no, <laughs> except <laughs> the artist who made them. It's a sculpture. Well, the original one might have been a sculpture, but they're plastic toys. <laughs> sculptures. Okay, well. Got this. Uh, there is, in fact, a Hitler Street. Oh my gosh! Still to this day. Yes. You think Where? pronounce it Hitler? Yeah. yeah you, you'd have to. <laughs> or or Hitler. It's or not too far from here. Whenever people ask for directions, I take the first, I say take the first left or the second left and then the third Reich. Oh. <laughs> Look at him left. Funny stuff. <laughs> hey, you know, turning uh, lemons into lemonade, right? <laughs> or Nazis into uh, we have. I just noticed this. Uh, you know how uh, Germans. Uh, you know how German. What is it? Uh, I love this. I, I check. Yeah. How do uh, Germans tie their shoes? Uh, little Nazis. Yeah. Right. No. no. German no. soldiers no. tie. Lost some. Yeah, that's what it was. German soldiers. Oh, uh, we. we <laughs> not, not all of Germany. <laughs> no, not all of Germany. <laughs> Pat Godwin's in the next. They're real sensitive. About uh, Pat's that. got the number one comedy album in America right now, hanging up there with uh, the likes of Jim Gaffigan and uh, Weird Al, which is great. It's called Way Back When on a on a uh, downloadable. Uh, platform near you or streaming, et cetera, et cetera. But right now we turn to the Navy Federal Credit Union News Desk with Jess Hooker sitting in for Christy Lee. Actor David Arquette has purchased the rights to Bozo the Clown. No kidding. WGN-TV. On your side with news. Reports the actor acquired the rights from Larry Harmon Pictures, who bought the rights from Capitol Records, who created Bozo back in 1946. Arquette, a lifelong fan of the character, said, Bozo represents a world of love, light, and laughter. 
something we can all use more of right now. No, that's there's, nice. there's a great yeah. clip of him being interviewed on WGN. He has been in here. He is such a nice guy. Incredibly let me, kind. Let and me tell you something. If you've got some free time, go back and watch those bozos on WGN oh, in Chicago. they're so great. We loved them. Because yeah. Bozo and, and his sidekick clown, Cookie, yeah. they are having their own little show there while the kids are playing the grand prize game. And and it's, it's not exactly clear what he's going to do with Bozo yet. No, the actor intended to include the character in a circus interactive experience called Empire Circus, which debuts in Brooklyn, New York this November. Okay, so Bozo may be a part of it. Yeah. And he's got really, I mean, he has clown hair, but it's really iconic the way yeah. his hair is. Oh, yeah. It's like a mustache, like a handlebar hair. It kind of is. Yeah. It sticks yeah. way out, kind of yeah. like, a, like a Larry Fine kind of yeah, it's uh, great. Mm-hmm. bald on top. Boy, that ping pong game, we couldn't get enough of it as kids. Yeah, okay. yeah. We watched it every morning before school. Yeah, yeah. Um, It'll be interesting. Does he, um, when, when he was in here, you, you could not ask for a nicer guy. David Arquette, David, not Bozo. David Arquette. Bozo was... Bozo oh, was I, thought, I thought you were talking about Bozo. How many no, Bozos were there? Two or three? Uh, I think they had a Bozo in every city, I think. I think the, yeah, oh, yeah. really? There's a Bozo in every family. Dig it up. You can see the interview with him on WGM. It's very funny. Uh, there's a couple of uh, little stunts that he did, so um, I, it'll be interesting to see what he does with it. But uh, he's the guy. If you're wondering who David Arquette is, his let's see, his grandfather was Charlie Weaver. No, okay, he's, he's, that's he's the in, most he's wild in, uh, reference of all the yeah, references you could. That's helping no one. Yeah, that helps no. One. <laughs> he was in the no screen. He's in the yeah, screen movies. Patricia Arquette is his sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, married to, uh, he's married to Lisa Kudrow. No, that's Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Yeah. Oh, you're really? okay. Courtney Cox Arquette. That's but more about it. Charlie Weaver. <laughs> yeah, please what did tell me, Charlie tell me Weaver all do? about it. Charlie Weaver would show up in all the game shows. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Many people out there are familiar with Mr. Weaver. And I think there were two. The illiterati that I had. I think there about. there were two Charlie Weavers, I think. What? Because the original one got sick, and then they wanted to take over the character. I think. Really? Yeah, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That could huh. be a big lie. Huh. Okay. Okay. Uh, now, anyway, uh, it's uh, pretty cool, and David Arquette is a really wonderful human being. We really like to have him in here. So uh, we have, um, God, I hope Howdy Doody comes back. <laughs> I know you do. God, I hope Howdy Doody comes this back. This is Howdy Doody. Oh, oh, even, that, that, song. that song is 30 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jess Hooker, what else have you got over there? A replica Viking longboat knocked out all of the power in a town in Scotland. Oh. <laughs> the BBC reports that the vessel was being towed through the street in Kirkcudbright when the mast became tangled with the power line. What's the oh. name of the town? Kirk Cudbright. That's Sounds the, like an actor. That, that, that's the sound that it made when it when the power. Oh. <laughs> Kirk Cudbright. Kirk Cudbright. Scotty's got no power. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving it her all she's got. What, and what were they towing? Uh, the Viking a Viking longboat. It was a replica. Maybe it was like one of those uh, things that they have at the amusement park. Maybe they were going to use it for oh, that, yeah. like a ride. Oh. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. It swings the back and Buccaneer, forth. Uh, Took the power out. Yeah. And the Norse you rode in on. <laughs> the Vikings would have been disappointed. They would have wanted a lot more destruction. Oh, Yo, sure. Yeah, they come to town. And, yeah, a lot of pillaging. Yeah, a lot of fellas. pillaging. Not to mention... Uh, well, <laughs> well, the other thing... Yeah, yeah, we well, don't goes talk with, about that anymore. That goes with that. <laughs> wow. It almost All goes right. with, uh, with, with pillaging. Yeah, sure it does. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, Jess Hooker has just gotten up from her seat at the Navy Federal Credit Union News Desk. And she's going to be bringing into the room there where Pat is, is with an his old guitar. girlfriend. Old girlfriend, maybe? No, it's a very special celebration for Pat. He's just released his new comedy album called Way Back When. 
It's available on all the streaming platforms, and it's number one in the country. Number one. It's number one comedy album in the U.S. of A. Number one. Number one. I can see Pat on the big screen there. And what's going on? I'm nervous. Here comes Jess into the room. I see Jess. Look at that. Oh, how about that? Oh, my gosh. And it's got Pat's album cover on the cake. cry. That's, that's uh, wonderful. Let the, him cry. The album oh. cover is a picture of Pat. How old are you in that photograph? It's second grade, someone told me. Oh, okay. All right. Um, well, that's amazing. Well, you look hot. and uh, Oh, yeah. I look good then. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> did you lie and say you were in first grade? I said I was in kindergarten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That looks great. So congratulations. We love you. And we do, we love Pat. You too. Thanks. I'd I like to... And I want to risk a special uh, uh, a positive vibe going out to your mom today, having a little surgery. Yes, yes, today. So, Thank you. Uh, khaki, procedure. Good luck. Hmm? Heart procedure? No, no. Are you having a little brother, a little sister? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think oh, so. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Show with Christy to China. She's no, being a surrogate? It's a DMC. <laughs> oh, jeez. She's, she's going to be okay with all your support. You know what, Tom? Love. Every time I've ever gotten mad at you, I'm, I'm taking it all. <laughs> I'm taking it all. Would you mind? Uh, well, Pat, uh, you yeah. can break out that cake or take it home, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Uh, congratulations on having the number one comedy album in the USA way back when. We'll hear something from that shortly. But right now, uh, as I mentioned, Jess Hooker sitting in for Chris Lee. What have we missed in the world of news? Netflix has ordered that 70s show spinoff series set in the 90s. Uh, something that no one wanted. Okay. According to Variety, the streaming giant has ordered 10 episodes of that 90s show. Yeah, who was clamoring for this? <laughs> Kurt Boy, they'd only remake that. Uh, I love Kurtwood Kurt Smith. Yeah, Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Jo Rupp who played the parents Red and Kitty Foreman in the original series are set to return. Well, oh, good. Both of those vo- <laughs> those voicemails answer the phone. Hi, this is Kurtwood Smith. I'll do it. Oh, they're <laughs> both great. What else they're is he doing? <laughs> that 70s show, show debuted on Fox in 1998. It ran for eight seasons and 200 episodes. And, and they, they had to spin off that 80s show. That just they failed did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yep. Uh, in that 90s oh. show, Leah Foreman, daughter of Eric and Donna, is visiting her grandparents for the summer, where she bonds with a new generation of Point Place, Wisconsin kids. And right, cool. do you laugh, and you also learn a little something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I will, too. Why not? So, the essence, uh, I mean, the lesson, I should say, here is that millennials um, now have nostalgia. Yes, they, we you're do. exactly right. We they do, yeah. Nostalgia and they become executives. Yeah. <laughs> at television studios. Exactly. Right. Yes. So the original show premiered in like uh ninety eight. Yeah. It was in oh, ninety eight and ran late? for yeah, and wow. ran for eight seasons. Yeah. So technically on that nineties show they could sit down one night and watch the premiere of that seventies show. That's true, yeah. <laughs> My Good nose point. is bleeding. <laughs> we have a segment coming up next with comedian Karen Rontowski from two thousand eight. That's coming up next on this Friday morning. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to more of the Bob and Tom Show. This is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom Studios. How about a segment on this Friday morning with comedian Karen Rontowski from 2008? We have a guest in the studio. She is uh, Karen Rontowski. Hello. Welcome back, Karen. Thanks for having me. It's been a while since we've seen you. Yeah, yeah, I got lost. Karen's a very fine comedian. (laughs) And I was just actually talking to... uh, uh, someone on the back there, because uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to you, but they told me that you are uh, just back from a bunch of stuff over in overseas doing some USO stuff. Yeah, oh. Bosnia and Kosovo. and really? uh, Yeah, all over. It was wonderful. 
traveling, but uh, couldn't scary. It, no, well, I'm not smart enough to be scared. I don't think. Um, now, is Rontowski uh, your uh, maiden name? Are you are you single? That's with... my. I am single. Okay, but so... I all of a sudden at forty, I date all the time. You know, like the other night, I went out with a guy. Said he didn't like women who were fragile or vulnerable. Hmm. Uh, so I stabbed him. <laughs> Are we on a bus? All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. Alrighty. You set the ground rules, uh, I say. Uh, I, yeah, I think Now, did you go Dutch or did he? Yeah. Did, 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 did you pay wow. for your half? Yeah, I pay for the EMT. Uh-huh. Uh, Christy Lee is over there at the news desk. Yeah. Anything of, of interest that you wanted to review before we move on? Recording wasn't all serious work for the Beatles, apparently. There was a lot of laughing and goofing around. Proof of that could be Until heard. Yoko was on the scene. Well, that's a whole then it got, story. Mm-hmm. got real On a pissy. reel-to-reel tape found by a man cleaning out his father's attic. This was recorded back in 1964, so bear with me. Yeah. It's not going to be the quality that some of you are used so to. So it's uh, the, the new Beatle joke book on it's, tape here? It's archive audio of the Beatles recording session in mm. which John Lennon and the other Beatles break into laughter while trying to record I, I'll Follow the Sun. I'm looking at you. <laughs> oh, there you go. I could, uh, I could tell it was all follow the sun. Now, uh, is there going to be a, is there going to be a coffee yeah. table book released here, about what he was laughing at? Here's, here's and... more. If you didn't get enough there, here's oh. eight more seconds. Can you turn me on, Ringo? No, don't. I didn't do anything. Okay. One, two, three. You know. <laughs> Okay, uh, we have a joke. Okay, maybe you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Check. Maybe I'm wrong in saying there's too much stuff out there about I did the Beatles. This for maybe you. I'm wrong. Maybe I'm crazy. Yeah, half you hour tape also includes versions of "I Feel Fine" and "I'm a Loser." Oh, there's actually music on it. Oh, I yeah. noticed he cut it off after one, two, three, four. Blah. It's expected to go up for twenty four thousand dollars <laughs> when it's up, auctioned yeah, off on Tuesday. Who wouldn't want that yeah. in our collection? No kidding. Well. There are people out there. Uh-huh. There's no time like the present to be living in the past. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh-huh. Agreed. That, oh, should maybe, a, that should be a tie-dye t-shirt. Maybe we <laughs> could all uh, ball you later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you yeah, know, the old, uh, old is that the way terms? Yeah. Hippies, yeah. Uh, the old hippie yeah. terms, right? I missed that. No, yeah. I got to look in my hippie book. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Isn't that, uh, uh-huh. Tom, didn't you used to... Be careful. She might stab you. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you used to go by a friend of your pad? Fall by. Fall by a friend of your pad. Fall by is more of a 50s. Grab a chick and yeah. you... you uh, balling was more... That's more... Janis Joplin was the only person I ever heard use that in <laughs> what the term balling well, yeah was a uh, hippie chick right yeah oh yeah very mm-hmm. bright very bright young woman okay, from, from texas but but play it again this is an actual release today this is going to be auctioned for they think 25 grand wow that is uh that is yep. really really not, really not interesting mm-hmm. and it's <laughs> if they think it's a revelation that the beatles were had a sense of humor i guess well, they really yeah. weren't paying attention like all they do is <laughs> well, the stand in a recording studio yeah. and sing that there's no, no talking that, that was or the whole thing or... about the beatles was how funny they were all the time i mean that's a whole different story but it reminded me of this first there was the beatles anthology <laughs> then came the beatles anthology 2 that would be followed by Beatles Anthology 3, and so on. Now, for the true Beatles fan, it's the collection you've been waiting for. A real behind-the-scenes look at the Fab Four. It's Beatles Anthology 43. Beatles Anthology 43, where you'll hear John, Paul, George, and Ringo in the studio, working on classic songs like Yesterday. Uh, Ringo 
we won't be needing any drums on this. You can take a break. Listen in as Beatles roadie <laughs> Mal Evans tunes George's guitar. <laughs> <laughs> It's as if you're in the studio with George Martin as he rewinds Master Tate. <laughs> Feel the drama as John Lennon is missing for an important recording session. Where's John? I don't know. What time is it? 8.15. Hmm. Could a light? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you should be here any time. <laughs> These never-before-heard recordings can be yours for only twenty nine ninety five. Oh, a small price to pay for priceless recordings like this one of Ringo getting just the right drum sound. The Beatles Anthology 43. This should be the last Beatles collection you'll ever buy. <laughs> it's, they're getting it all Man, out there. It's how true. Ridiculous. Um, thank you very much for that news story, Christy Lee. Yeah, where to go, Christy? With us in the studio, hey, uh, comedian Karen Rontowski. Uh, Karen is a single woman. Single. Living in California. Living in California. Traveling a lot, though. Yeah. Yeah, all over the I, I am the only one that loves the hotels. They, you know, like I was just in a hotel last week and they had like five religious channels on their cable TV. Oh, yeah, yeah that's five too many. For me, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, mm -hmm. I didn't know what mm -hmm. they were. Mm -hmm. I turned them on some woman's reading off sins. I thought they were things to do in town. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, this woman comes on the screen. She goes, "the uh, the divorced Christian woman has to be very careful because men know she's been married and she's familiar." Mm -hmm. I never heard that word used like that yeah. before. Mm -hmm. I guess that's why everyone kept saying to me, "Hey, you look really familiar." <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Oh, that is great. Mm -hmm. Karen Rentowski is our guest. Karen, this is a completely off the subject, but um, um, we have been talking about uh, OCD issues uh mm -hmm. for the uh, last past couple of few days. days i don't yeah. know exactly how this started you know you know what i'm talking well, about where you wash your hands a lot? obsessive yeah. compulsive oh, disorder yeah. which yeah. is what tom does he's I, i'm not tom has uh, he's that. a germaphobe but i'm not that bad I, I, <laughs> yes you are you carry a sanitizer around you even have a spritzer sanitizer you carry in your pocket occasionally the um do you take a towel and open up doors with it karen i don't but my dog knows that when we leave to go for a walk we have to go back in three times to make sure the stove is off even though i haven't cooked in 20 years so you see he goes out uh, and then he loops in, around and out, he goes one in, more uh -huh. and he's ready so see, there we go. <laughs> now um now karen you are uh you're very fit yeah, um, I do yoga. You wouldn't believe where my foot was the other day. Really? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I was trying to describe uh -huh. you, but you're, you're wearing um, very large uh, peace, peace sign earrings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and a peace sign bracelet. And you've been, I'm into all, I'm and like you have a flowers on your jacket. Yeah, that form a peace sign. Mm-hmm. 
And um, yeah, I'm into the whole metaphysical positive thinking. I read that book, The Secret, where you attract what you think about. Yeah. And I was thinking about a Porsche and one hit me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You got to that... be specific. <laughs> yeah. Where was your foot then? <laughs> we have more great stuff coming up on this Friday morning. Next hour, Chick is outraged and comedian Bill Engvall. But next for you on the Bob and Tom Show, Tom and Scares Chick structured vacations and josh the masturbator it's next welcome back to the bob and tom show on a friday morning this is christopher speaking from the bob and tom studios in this segment tom scares chick plus structured vacations and josh is the masturbator. Boy, one day you'll let me say hi when you <laughs> Yeah, one day. Yeah, one of these days. I hadn't finished. <laughs> I know you hadn't. I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, the comedy <laughs> stylings. Uh, without Not any further ado, stylings. without any further ado, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the comedy stylings of Josh Arnold. Hello. Hello. Oh. Way to go. You All broke him down. You broke him down. You took the spirit right out of him. Yeah. No, no, no. no. I, I, go ahead. What do you got? So I'm walking into the station today. At, That's Jake McGee at in the uh, middle of the dark. And he does the sports. And uh, Oh, I had a chance to introduce him because we are waiting for your hunk. And uh, your hunk o' comedy. I hear behind me, hello, Mr. Chick McGee. Hello, hello. How are you? Hello, hello. It was your father sneaking up behind me out in front here. I wasn't sneaking up behind Scared me, me to death. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was some, uh, I don't know, a kidnapper who perfected Tom's I had locked myself Tom's out voice. of the building. Ah, he locked himself uh-huh. out what of the What were you doing outside? Peeing. 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 Right? Knew it. Peeing. Yeah. This is what we have to deal with you were every day. Outside? Tom in the wild. He always peeing outside all the time. We have beautiful bathrooms here. No, they no slash one was... Wait a minute. Let's, like not, let's not get carried away. I don't know if they're beautiful or not. They're okay. I uh, was a little tired. I neglected to use my normal procedure, locked myself out. So I had to walk all the way around the building. But it was, I got to say, hey, hi, hello, Mr. McGee. I didn't, he, he jumps a foot. Well, of course. <laughs> out of nowhere. I mean, out of I, nowhere. I would have been terrified, too. I mean this with love, Dad. You're a total weirdo. <laughs> Sorry. You know, and then for me, it's only a matter of time before somebody jacks me with a sock full of nickels in the parking lot. And the number of people I've been upset over the years. Good hey, Lord. McGee, nice picks. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Well, I lost Sorry. my house. Whack. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Remember, your picks. I love Ace Cosby. Smack. <laughs> your picks are for entertainment purposes only. Don't forget that. Okay. Where was I? Oh, Christy's back. She's back Hi. from Arizona in the Navy Federal Credit Union. Well, I had a lovely time. It was beautiful weather every day. Hot. Very nice. Yes, it was about 90. I had a, I had a good time. Damn I it, did. I did. I had a great time. I had a wonderful time. What are you asking? Read two books, laid in the pool. Couldn't have been better. Very uh, nice. Yeah. Okay, now uh, we have. Did I, you mentioned. Does that sound like a lovely vacation to you, Tom? Just lazing by the pool, reading a book. <laughs> That's a true vacation. Drank right a there. lot of wine too. That sounds great. Isn't it perfect? How does that sound? How does that hit you as a vacation? I can't be out in the sun. I, uh, I'd be. I'd be under a some kind of cabana. That we, well, there was a nice porch area you could I'll have ask, sat on. I'll ask Willie because he'll tell me the truth. <laughs> What's the least that your father's ever done on vacation? I, well, I can remember him having a glass of wine on vacation at like Christmas dinner six years ago one time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Party and then party. Charlie tried to see if you knew how to roll a cigarette still. Do you remember that? <laughs> He had like rolling. That sounds tobacco. fun. That, that sounds was a fun night. It was. It felt like we were doing like minute to win it games. He was trying to like <laughs> no roll idea. it together. He couldn't do it. Uh, he has to. He likes to have a structured vacation. 
I love, we get breakfast on vacation every morning, go to this great place, the little diner, and get some eggs and coffee. That's a fun vacation for him. And then he goes skiing all day. Yep. Everybody's different. Yeah. Got to get up early. Got to get up. (laughs) Get at it. Get in line for breakfast. Be the first one on the gondola. Ski all day. That's my vacation. All right. Uh, now, uh, let's, I didn't even finish my introductions. That's Willie. There's Ace <laughs> over there, of course. But Chick McGee is, is at his post, his base, because uh, it's now time to check in with sports. The Masters, a great win. And what I'm trying to remember, he said what time it was in Japan, but I... 8, 8 a.m. That had to be pretty cool. You wake yep. up and you wake up and you turn it on and there's your guy exactly. the Masters. There were some minutes. office buildings who were really excited. Can they tell us what happens in the future in Japan? They sure can. Wow. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Oh. How's it going? I don't know. How are we doing? Are we still... Uh... <laughs> Let's get them on the phone. <laughs> oh, that's. I just looked. Uh, uh, that's no good. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Two words, fourth wave. <laughs> you get a little, get a little virusy in here. Hideki Matsuyama has become the first Japanese man to win a major championship, the Masters, no less. He captured uh, the title by closing with a one over seventy-three, good enough for a one-stroke win over Will Zalatoris, a five-time winner on the PGA Tour. Matsuyama. Took control of the tournament. He was ahead, uh, went in the water, just two shots. Had two shots with three to go. Got a little tight there, but uh, no, not the ending CBS would hope, I would imagine. It wasn't that tight. But, that Salatoris uh, is a new star, man. He's uh, he's great. He uh, got the got the mullet going. He's, uh, well, he's something else. coming up in sports, we've got a, a super mullet. Oh, no kidding. Oh, yes. And a six-pack, I believe. Is that right? I think he looked sure. kind of ripped. Yeah. Yeah, he's ready to roll. Not we're not talking about our Masters winner. No, we're no. I'm sure he's not. very fit. Uh, he's, apparently, oh, yeah, he's apparently very well liked by the other golfers, though, so that's good. So, uh, bravo. Now, and Adam Sandler took notice that evidently this uh, Zalatoris looks like his caddy mm-hmm. in Happy Gilmore. So Adam oh, that's funny. sent him a high or whatever. Now, that's a Masters I would like to see. Caddyless, where the players themselves have oh, to wow. lug their clubs around. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? They have pit yeah. stains. They're all sweaty and tired. And select their club without having that little bull. Right. Yeah. Yep. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, I'd, rather, I'd rather see them with carts, <laughs> <laughs> and they've got they've got logos on all of them. Can you imagine how cheesy that would be? And drinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, you do a shot of holes. Christy's a big see. Uh, Christy's a big polo fan. Would you watch a match of polo without horses? They use golf carts. <laughs> oh, like in Navy Seals? Yes. Yeah, that would yeah. be funny. That sounds like fun, right? Not really? I'd watch oh, that. Be fun. I got, I got a busy life. <laughs> I got a busy. <laughs> I got what things you- to do. I'm not going to watch her. Well, I can't think of anything more fun to do than watch guys guys play polo or you ride golf cart. You can have fun doing nothing. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Having fun, wasting time is not wasting time. No, not at okay, all. It's good right. for your sake. Right I had fun for like three hours. I didn't do a single thing. I was on my phone, and then I walked to the other room, get on my phone, go to the other room. <laughs> there you go. I didn't there do nothing go. for three, four hours. It was great. Yeah, I have it's contended nice. that there there is something about having a nothing weekend. Oh, sure. It's important. But yeah. there are other people that don't understand what that means. You know, I don't want to do anything this weekend. That doesn't mean you want to be. And you leave and go somewhere else to do. Last Thursday, I had something and check uh, into a hotel. Last thir- I had something and they called and canceled, and my whole world opened up. <laughs> yeah, I was, that's I the was greatest, the best moment of my life. I, so I, far. God, I got to agree with sort you. of. And then Chick had the courtesy to cancel on me Friday. <laughs> that's right. Uh, I forgot. Uh, this is why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> See, I don't have to get them little gifts or anything. I just no. give them that. Or, hey, let's have lunch. Oh, I can't. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> don't you love it when something gets canceled? Absolutely. Yeah, well, so you got an hour to kill? Yep. <laughs> I got my vaccine shot, and my arm was, I mean, just a little sore. It wasn't bad at all. I go, well, I'm going to cancel everything on my plate this weekend. <laughs> I just canceled everything. dinner. Cancel I canceled it all. A casual hangout. <laughs> everything canceled. Among the uh, lesser Masters highlights, I believe this happened last Thursday, a golfer, Rory McIlroy, hit his father with an errant shot during the Masters. <laughs> Rory's father, Jerry, <laughs> standing near the right side of the green, watching his son play his second shot on the seventh hole on Thursday. He was struck in the leg by his own son's ball. That's my ball! Oh. <laughs> dad, could you make it go toward the hole next time? His dad said that was the first time my son's ball hit me in the leg since I changed his diaper. Oh, that's silly. That's very silly. Oh. I made that up. <laughs> McElroy added, I think he was okay. He didn't limp away. Dad's pretty tough. He walked away kind of quick, so that was all right. I hope I'm not grounded. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be careful. Yeah, I'm sure he's an older man, a bone spurt, getting the bloodstream, then get into his heart, and his heart would explode. Oh, my oh, goodness. Gotta watch him out. Yeah, well, he could have murdered his father, Chris. Keep an eye on him. If he dropped to the ground, it would have been America's Funniest Video. They would have been. <laughs> oh take him away in a cart. <laughs> What's wrong with you people? You don't want him to be maimed? Well, no, of course not, but it would have been a better story. Oh, it would have been great if his, if his, would have been terrific drama if his, in there. If his dad had run to the caddy, grabbed a club, and gone after his son. <laughs> he's chasing him toward Amen Corner. I told you about this. <laughs> he's got the seven iron like when Nicholas chased Palmer around. <laughs> I believe that was a three wood. Oh, boy. Get a load of this. Uh, McElroy wound up making bogey on the hole. <laughs> His third consecutive one at that point. Ooh, uh, finished with a four over 76 bicentennial strokes on the day. Uh, though it is a tradition for the golfer to sign a glove and present it to the person they hit, Rory did not indicate that he would get getting a, his father a glove. I thought it was a club. Maybe it is just a glove. Uh, <laughs> It'd be, that'd be kind of rough. <laughs> well, a I've, got to, a I've, I've got to finish out today, but I had to give my three hair to the guy I hit last night. <laughs> well, no, you'd give, him a, you'd give him a club you don't use. Like, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the name of the club? Even God can't hit a three iron two or iron. something? Isn't that, a two iron? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Do they carry around that water that water thing? You, you know, the little scooper? You <laughs> oh, the ball retriever? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> is that is that actually a set of a regulation golf club? Uh, the entire set includes a ball retriever. I, yeah, I, does it? I, I don't know. I, don't think I think they, they get enough free golf balls. They can leave that one in the pond. <laughs> hmm. God, that would be funny though. <laughs> does it, because I know that they have various names on. You know, you, you'll, you know, various fine players have their own line of clubs. Sure. Does somebody have their name on the oh, golf ball retriever? That would be funny. Well, it's got to be John, John Daly or somebody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, some golf. You should have to play the ball that. out of the water trap. Just guys in there. Did you see hacking? <laughs> no, they had. They had one guy knock it out. They had a guy. Was it on Friday? The guy knocked it out of about four inches of water. That was pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. That is not easy. No. Uh, Rory said, I think uh, he just needs to go and put some ice on it. Sorry, Dad. Maybe I'll autograph a bag of frozen peas for you. Oh, <laughs> Rory, That's my boy, the smart ass. Golfer, not a member of the stand-up community, I think. Wait, hang on, we have our little tribute here. A tradition unlike any other. Oh, God. The Masturbators. This weekend on 
CBS. It's the Uta man that makes it for me. Next year, Josh, I think we'll have to have you uh, try to do a tribute to that piece. Oh, I, I, I mean, nobody likes remakes. Well, isn't that impo- <laughs> Chick, isn't Am it I? impossible for even you to remake that sound Yes, perfectly? we tried many times. Am this, I am this, I out as the masturbator? No, this, this is like this is like Taylor Swift redoing her first album. I mean, there, there are some people very critical of it. I say you go, Taylor. But uh, I think maybe it's time. It'd be like a cover. Do you remember when Molly Hatchett did that great cover of the Alban Brothers song "Dreams"? No. You don't know what I'm talking Mm-mm. about, Ace. You think how could you do a better version than this? What's this? I was just thinking different. that. Yeah, I think uh, Josh. I think that since you sort of stepped into the. Oh, have I? Role have I the... willingly stepped into that? <laughs> yeah, he just stepped into it. <laughs> you, your your identity in. now is, oh, is, yeah, is pulled is in. Masturbated. He's pushed in. <laughs> you know, the one that you've cultivated, uh, Josh. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, in his head, that's really how it happened. The one oh, that yeah. during commercials, I go, guys, can we up the uh, masturbation thing, please? <laughs> yeah. and, oh, by the way, by the way, there were no fat jokes last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you guys doing? You got to play or not? Yeah, come on. Come on so how was your weekend, Josh? I got a reputation to uphold. How was your How was your weekend? It was good i uh, masturbated nate <laughs> oh, yeah. well. we have more of the pop and tom show coming up for you next comedian bill engvall is in studio check it out next here on the bob and tom show this is the true tale of bix whiskey bix, bix. bix. <laughs> Front, wow. frontier jazz musician ah i'll never forget it i was working my way through medical school and Running, of course, the Whiskeyville Country Club and Whiskeyville Country Club and Salad Bar. Mm-hmm. I was getting cleaned up for a, another night of debauchery, mm-hmm. and this stranger walks in, good-looking fella, yeah, but kind of disheveled, like he, like he didn't take real good care of himself. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, "I saw your ad in the paper. I hear you're looking for a piano player." Mm. Well, I said, "That's right." And this fella proceeded to sit down at the piano, and he started playing the most beautiful melody. I had ever heard. Nice. As you know, I am an aficionado of fine music. But when I heard this man play, I I couldn't believe my ears. I said, that is beautiful, mister. Mm -hmm. And he said, thanks. That's when he introduced himself as as Bix Whiskey. Right. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm Bix Whiskey, the greatest piano player and songwriter in the world. Mm. Songwriter? You wrote that song? He said, as a matter of fact, I did. I wrote that song... It's one of my favorites. It's wow. called uh, It's called Plowing with My Pork Sword at Orgasm Gulch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said uh, I said well. I said really it's such a pretty song. That's kind of an odd name, but it's, it's a beautiful yeah. song. You got any more? And he played me another song. It was a wonderful, tender, touching, slow melody. Wow. I'm telling you, fellas, it's a song that would break your heart. Wow. Tears were welling up in my eyes. I, I said, "What's that song called?" He said, "Well, uh, it's it's another original. It's uh, called Buzzing the Brillo with my flying kidney wiper." <laughs> wow, that's a wild name. I said, uh, that's, "That's a that's a kind of an odd title, but." Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. You got you got anything else? And then he played the most beautiful, birdiest little lullaby you ever heard. I said, Bix, that is profoundly beautiful, lovely, and sweet. What is that gorgeous tune called? And Bix said to me, oh, that one's called My Throbbing Trouser Trout Goes for a Dip in Hare Harbor. <laughs> wow. Well, I'll tell you, Bob. 
Each, each song was the same as beautiful and soulful and heartfelt and melodies yeah. as you've ever heard. But all these beautiful songs had lewd, horrifying titles. I can't remember them all, but one of them was called Ramming Speed at Tuna Lagoon. <laughs> Wow. There was another one called It was called Love Gravy Weenie War oh, And there was one called yeah. You Lick Me and I'll Owe You One Wow Well But beautiful tunes Beautiful And Bix had written every one of them yeah. uh-huh. And then he played a song that I swear to you To this day is the prettiest song I ever did hear Oh yeah. is that right And I said Bix What's that one called? And he said, it's it's called, show me your juicy Hindenburgs, and I'll introduce you to Mr. Pile Driver. <laughs> and I said, Bix, Bix, I, I got to tell you, Bix, that song is so lovely, and it's magical. I mean, couldn't you call it something like Autumn Evening in Paradise, or maybe, maybe just an evening lullaby? And I'll tell you. That's when Bix went berserk. Oh, my. He got all red in the face. He starts puffing and huffing, and he says, Don't you ever try to rename one of my songs. They're my works of art. Only I can name them. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen anybody so red and so angry. Temperamental. So I said, Easy, Bix, easy. Look, I'm going to hire you as my piano player here at the club, and I'm just going to ask you one favor. Please play your wonderful music. Just, just don't mention the titles of your songs when you're on stage. Uh-huh. We, have a, we have a mixed crowd of ladies and gents here. We don't want to offend any of them. All right. He said, okay. And, and he said, one other thing. I don't take requests. I only play originals. Okay. And I said, okay. <laughs> we shook hands. We had a deal. <laughs> well, that night at the club, I don't have to tell you, he starts playing. Pretty soon the place is packed. Everyone's going crazy. They're lining up to come in. Women are swooning. They're throwing roses up on stage. Bix has the crowd mesmerized. Wow. And then I noticed that with all this shaking and rattling up at the piano, old Bix's flies open. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's on stage working away at the piano keys, and you know, pretty soon he's a moving and a grooving, and something just pops right out of that fly. Mm-hmm. You can imagine, Christy, it was uh-huh. terrible. <laughs> I can imagine. He finishes the numbers. I, I, I rush up to the stage and I say, uh, Hey, Bix, do you know your Johnson's hanging down over the piano bench? He turns all red. He gets real angry. He says, Know it! I wrote it! (laughs) (laughs) And I don't take requests! (laughs) This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back on this Friday morning. This is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom Studios. The gang is back on uh, live Monday morning. Here in studio right now, how about a segment with comedian Bill Engvall? This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hello. Talking about, we're, we're going we're gonna to play a little tune for you in a second here, but we got off the subject, but it's, it's an interesting subject to me. Personal victories. Mm-hmm. Little tiny things that only you care about. Sure. For example, we, we've, we've given a couple. Um, you flush the toilet and then you see a spider, you grab a piece of Kleenex, throw the spider in just at the last second and it goes right in with the... It's the last bit of water. Last bit of water goes down there. Mm -hmm. A little personal victory. We talked to a guy named Chuck. I was thinking about a personal victory for him is probably going through the day without having someone go, Chuck, Chuck, Bo Buck. (laughs) Could be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That gets you when you were a kid, Chick? (laughs) Only every day. See? Barely. (laughs) See what I mean? Personal victory. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take a couple quick phone calls. Little victories, little small things that 
get you through life. All right. Uh, good morning, Bob and Tom show. Good morning, Bob, Tom, Christy, and Chick. You guys roll. Thank, Thank you. you. Who's this? This is Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. Personal victory, sir? Yes, sir, I do. Mm-hmm. I was driving down the highway headed over to Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and I got to uh, I got myself behind three Corvettes, red, white, and blue, beautiful cars. I decided I would follow them. Well, we got ourselves up to 110 miles an hour, just blowing down the highway. Hello. Yep, I was driving a nice uh, 98 supercharged old. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was driving with my mother and fiance. Your mother. My Mom, mother. Mom didn't say anything about the speed. Oh, she didn't know. I gave her drugs before we left. Oh, okay, okay, there you go. She's uh, sedated in the back. Good. Excellent. All right. Perfect. We get off at the, uh, I got off with them when they stopped at the rest stop, because I figure, you know, whatever time I lose, I'll make up three times it. Sure. And uh, that's when my mother woke up. Uh-huh. She started screaming and yelling. Uh-oh. Then the fiancé grabbed me from behind, shook me, and said, get going. <laughs> Not too great, but I was certainly happy to have gone 110 down the highway. <laughs> a personal victory for you. It surely was. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Now, Christy, you ever have a personal victory where you go to a restaurant and you know that they, like every month they have this, this particular thing you like to eat and you get there and they have it that day? Yeah. See, that's a oh, sm- yeah. That's a small victory. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's try another one. Just a, something that where you make, right. makes your day a little Morning, little Bob thing. and Tom show. Good morning, guys. How you guys doing? Fine. Who's this? This is Leo. Hi, Leo. How you guys doing? I got to share just a couple of them. You ever, when you get dressed in the morning and you stick your hand in your pocket, you find a $20 bill? <laughs> love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that is a great one. Or when you're traveling on the airplane, they travel a lot, and you know the flight's full. Uh-huh. You're the only row where you have a empty seat next to you. Right. Yeah. You feel like, you know, aha, you got it. Yep. Man, mm-hmm. you know, like that's that. probably one of the greatest personal yes. victories of all time. Yep. It, Yep. That's a great one. And then there's the best one, though, is when the night before you had an argument with your wife, and when you wake up in the morning, she looks over to you and she says, you know what? You were right. Oh. <laughs> oh, so, sir, then, you're, then you you live on a different planet then, sir. You're, uh, yeah, that's never happened at our house. Not I'm, not, here, I'm not familiar we're with not, that one. Uh, really, hey, uh, we don't, don't want, don't want fiction, buddy. <laughs> no, we want real. If you can't tell true stories, hang up on this guy. I don't want, I don't want some guy making He's up gone. stories. He's gone. Making up stories like that, okay. Little victories. I, Ever I call do uh, like the airline? Uh, oh, that's that great. is a, that's ecstasy. That yeah. truly is. You sit there the whole time watching, going, "Please yep. don't sit Please here. Don't Please don't sit, sit next here. to me." Yes. <laughs> and I never, I never fasten the seatbelt until the door shuts because I don't want to jinx it. Yep, me too. Yeah. Oh, is that a jinx? Yeah, yeah. that really? jinxes it. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. What? Never fasten the seatbelt if you're waiting on an aircraft until they waiting. shut the door, so you know no one can sit next to you. Yeah. Oh. Here's another one. Here's another little victory. I love, but this is really interesting. Those little moral victories, like you get in. The, for example, one day I got in the car. I was at a bookstore. Mm-hmm. Got in my car, mm-hmm. and I made every single light to mm. my house. Oh, that's, that's always a good feeling. It was like feeling. seven or eight lights, and it's yeah. it's like pitching a no hitter because at first you don't say it. You go, okay, made the first one. You don't want to jinx it. Yeah. Made yeah. the second. You made the third. And you made after you've made about the sixth or seventh light, you're going. This I, is I, incredible. I, this could be a no hitter. Uh-huh. It's conceivable that I could get all the way. But that only happens when you're not in a hurry. Right. Oh, you betcha. I, mm-hmm. I was not in a hurry. But it was so great. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to you know, tell someone. How about this? You call somebody that you don't really want to talk to, mm-hmm. and you get their voicemail. <laughs> Personal victory. <laughs> why you can you leave call, them a message. Why would you call someone that you well, want to talk to? you know that. You I get, don't know what you're talking about. I do that all the time. Well, you're like not a real person. You're like living in this little fantasy land with teddy bears and chocolate bars. I, I don't even know. But 
teddy bears. Glad and you mentioned that bars. <laughs> Glad you mentioned that. Little yeah. little victories. Don't you ever do that? Like, oh God, I don't want to call this guy, but I'm supposed to. Yeah. And blah blah blah. And I get his voicemail. Oh hey, I tried. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I made the effort. Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. Little victories. Yeah. Well, let's take one phone call before we play our song here. All right. Uh, good morning, Bob and Tom show. Uh, yeah, talking about personal victory. Yes. You guys just said something about uh, running out of gas just as you got to the gas station. Yeah, uh-huh. I've done that. That, ha- that happened to me on Saturday. And you pulled... I, I, I tried to tell everybody after it happened, and nobody seemed to care. I don't understand what's going on. But, <laughs> yes, it's, it's one of those, it's just only you. It's a personal thing, so I know exactly how you feel. Yeah, it's I a was, huge uh, personal I went, victory. I left work, and I was I was pretty much out of gas. And I thought, well, I can make it. I think I can make it home. Well, I'm coming out of Expressway. The truck started sputtering. I thought, oh, man, I better get off the Expressway. So I got off the ramp, and as I pulled on the gas station, got out of the truck, and left it running. When I pulled the pump, you know, the pump hose off, mm-hmm. the truck actually shut off. See? Wow. There you go. Ran out of gas right there. See, that's lucky. Yeah. You're, you've ever been in the middle of nowhere, and you well, always you, and you only have a little bit of money, and you buy something, and you, you forget you don't have money with you. You're like at a restaurant. It doesn't <laughs> take credit cards. And... <laughs> oh, you didn't have any money with you. You didn't have any cash? I need my credit card. Well, they'll see, right. but you're okay there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, okay. I pulled off, and I thought, you know, I called my wife as soon as it happened, and she, and she just kind of said, well, okay. Well, you know. Women. Uh, uh, women. <laughs> yeah, we just calling. don't understand, do we? <laughs> you're just there to piss on our parades, yeah, aren't you? I understand. I'm sorry. But there are all kinds of those little victories in life. No, what you're saying, then you're in the middle of nowhere, yeah, you like have you no say, money? Yeah, you're at some fast food place, you've forgotten you don't have much money, and the, the bill comes, you go, oh, you run out your Why car. don't all fast food places take credit cards? Well, I don't run, you, then you, you you know look in your car, and you find just enough change. That's yeah. another personal victory. I guess. There are lots of small ones out there. You ever watch adult cinema, and uh, everybody... Uh, arrives at the same time, including you, including you, the people on the, <laughs> on the screen, the screen, and you. Is That's that a timing. personal victory? A oh personal yeah. Victory. Okay. Can we hear the song? <laughs> Do you find that if uh, could we please hear the song? If you grab the receipt from the self serve gas pump before the bell rings, you feel like you've somehow won the contest. <laughs> What bell? bell? How about this? Where you get gas? Do do they have the news on the uh, Uh gas pump? Mm -hmm. Yes. I don't watch it, though, because I sit in my car. Your gas fills up right when a commercial starts? Is that what you're saying? Well, they've got a really good story on, and don't you hate it when there's, oh, this is fantastic. You know, there'll be some feature on your, you know, your favorite people or something, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, just, it just runs out, your, your car fills up, and. You don't get to see the feature. Yeah, that never happens to me anymore. No, it doesn't stop unless you. So you're driving a suburban. I, I can usually watch an entire episode of headline news, <laughs> start to finish before that baby's full. Oh, but it's point. but it's worth it. Okay, here's our song. No, we have to take a break. Oh, though. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take one call though. Okay. Uh, good morning, Bob and Tom show. Hey, you guys rock. Thank you. Who's this? This is Chuck. Hi, Chuck. How you doing? What's up, Chuck? Hey, Chuck. <laughs> I said, I'm Chuck. Hey, Chuck, can you speak up a little bit? <laughs> Never. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. I'm on my cell phone. Get ready to go to work. Uh-huh. What can we do for you? Well, I have a great personal victory. Uh-huh. I was with a girl. I was about 18 years old at her house, just having a good old time. And one third lived another, and it was going pretty good. And just as I finished, her parents pulled the driveway, and I had to run out the back door. That Damn. is incredible. That's a personal Bravo, victory. Chuck. Way to go, Chuck. Thank you very much. <laughs> you didn't have to cuddle or anything, right? You just got out of there. Did Heck your yeah. business and got out. All right. Got to go. Don't want to get caught. Excellent. Uh-huh. Well, the only way to make that better would have been tripping over a briefcase full of money. <laughs> <laughs> and a roast beef sandwich. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little dream come true. <laughs> yeah. Small little things to get you through the day. It's a small tiny, victory for you, isn't it? Tiny That's right. There's someone right now that wants to hear this 
song that we've been saying we we're going to play for 20 minutes, and they really <laughs> want to hear it, and it's going to be a moral victory if we play it before they arrive at their place of work. Destination. That's true. We should play it here. So we'll get this in for Let's you. Let's not. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Just one eye. Yeah. No depth of field, but sweet as pie. <laughs> and I just don't carry on. If a vision isn't stereo. <laughs> to me, she'll always be the tops. My sweet little psychologist. She's the one I, one I, one I. She's the one I, one I love. She's the one I, one I, one I. She's the one I, one I love. Now you might wonder what she's thinking. Cause it looks like she's winking. In arguments I yell and cry But you just can't see the other side <laughs> It's worse than it looks, says her mother Cause she's blind in one eye, blonde in the other Well, she's the one I, one I, one I She's the one I, one I love She's the one I, one I, one I She's the one I, one I love Now how it happens, she just won't spill Was it Scissor Sprint or William Tell? <laughs> Well, the eye got put out and was never found Gone to take a look around <laughs> My Columbo cutie, pop-pop punkin <laughs> Sammy Jr., Sandy Duncan Oh, she's the one I, one I, one I She's the one I, one I love She's the one I, one I, one I She's the one I, one I love She's the one I, one I, one I She's the one I, one I love We're rocking on a Friday Coming up next on the Bob and Tom Show Chick is outraged You'll hear that next Come on back to the Bob and Tom Show Happy Friday. This is the Bob and Tom Show. This is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom Studios. Again, the gang is back here live on Monday after a long Thanksgiving weekend. I know you might find it hard to believe, but Chick is outraged. Let's get the latest. Hi, Tom. We've uh, got some interesting stuff coming up today in the news. Uh, Boy, uh, do we. Patty G's been working hard on some songs, and we've got a couple tributes out yeah. there on the way. A lot of uh, noise coming out of the lab. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they look oratory. Uh, now, uh, I was you... very excited to be actually in the studio when Pat <laughs> called Tom on the new intercom. Oh. It's, it's very exciting. Have you ever Is heard? It? Have you ever heard anyone call him? Well, I've called him, but no. Uh, well, call no. me, Christy. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, that Pat called. Call Pat, Pat, go ahead. Call Listen. me. Go ahead. My gotcha. new gotcha. Oh, no, that's not what That's not what, what it did when I was in here before. There it is. Oh, oh yeah. It's a very nice, nice. tune. Yeah. 
There it is. Uh, Very pleasant. Wow. Uh, hello, Pat. Hey, Tom. It's still going off. You got to uh, hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually I call them as I'm not really used to answer. Hi, hi, Pat. Hey, Tom. I see it's working. That was it yesterday or the day before so when, long. when that went off and Tom looked at us and said, what's that noise? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was yesterday. I, you're yeah. right, Josh. Yeah, usually I know when I call you, Chris, do you get that same like little. So, let me try this. Christy over oh there. Oh, my God. Now, do you get the same ring over there? No. Like, oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's lovely. Hi. Okay, just checking. Okay, that's so All cool. Right. Okay. The funny thing is, I uh, people that have had, had any radio background or whatever, my headphones start going when it, it there's like an interference. It's oh. kind of funny. Oh, so I know it's ringing before I know it's ringing. That, that doesn't happen to everybody. That's that's caused by sin. Okay. Um, no, now, it's not. Where we? <laughs> Those pure of heart uh, yes, don't uh, get that. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. You remember when the aliens came down and they they rounded all, up everybody with a higher than a 150 IQ a couple years ago. You remember yeah. that? Sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, of course. Yeah. Oh, wait sure. a second. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did? Yeah, that was, that was very funny. The exchange we just had just just typifies our relationship. I say something and you looked at me and go, that's very funny. You know, <laughs> that's 30 years or so into one second. That's very funny. Mm-hmm. Why am I here? See, that's the thing. I realized in the car coming in today, I don't do sports. God knows that. I, I try to be funny. I can't do that. I'm here for you to tear down. And to yell. That's exactly what I'm here for. What did I do? I just, uh, I don't know why. Well, you ignored him like you, you always you, do. It's just, it's cumulative, I didn't, Tom. I didn't ignore day him. After you, day after day after day after day. He's just launched, and we haven't even we done the show day intro yet. After you, day after day. There, there are certain touchstones. You dismiss him have. a lot. Right, it was dismissive. Very dismissive. Dismissed who? Check. Oh, sorry. I wasn't. See, now that was okay, because that was fun. <laughs> right. But it's when you mean it that's hurtful. Yes. <laughs> and you've done it in a fake way so often, now you just go, never mind. So that's the key. Never mind. They don't me. know when you're bluffing. Uh, remember, <laughs> life is like a poker game. Yeah, sure. Never show your hand. Okay, now, uh, where was I? Uh, Ace Cosby is our engineer, of course. Uh, and, of course, our uh, our chief engineer uh, is Eddie, who's always behind the scenes fixing stuff. I've already got my list working for Eddie over well, here. It sounds like uh, Christy needs some uh, work done on her headphones. They no, uh, short out every time you call okay. her. It's all right. I understand it. And well, now, uh, let's see, what is today? He doesn't call very often. Coming up on Friday. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have uh, Duke Tomato and the Power Trio. Now, we've got permission to have them in the building for the first time in a year. Wow. So they're going to be, but they're going to be in the other building. Sure. So Eddie's setting up all the TV cameras and everything oh. so we can uh, see them in here. Oh, nice. They'll be doing poor Eddie. <laughs> what do you mean, poor Eddie? It's his job. Yeah. Yeah, the man has a job. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want to go into the details, but uh, <laughs> I know the details. It's just that every whim that you have now, he has to create it. Well, that's part of what we call a job. <laughs> we are. Yeah, we should be saying poor Ace because Eddie took Ace's yeah, race. We should be saying poor everybody. <laughs> We're all going to be need to be in a support group because we dealt with Tom. Okay, that's what we need. Uh, that's very. Good. Christy, what do you have? Uh, there you go. Yeah, now I got two of them. I'm not counting Mrs. Griswold. I got three. Now, let's see. Where was I? Um, Please don't ever say And his damn again. kids here. Okay. Oh, I forgot. I know what I forgot to do. Uh, Chick McGee is yelling at the, uh, at the DraftKings Draft sports desk. And this is a good day to be ciphering because a lot of cool stuff to bet on coming up. Yeah, bet world. on uh, the tournament while you can. Yeah. Um, what's that supposed to mean? Well, 
Is there trouble? The days of college athletes might be going away. What? For you people who are getting ready to go watch college basketball next year, college football next year, not so fast, my friend. What, what sort of wild talking? speculation is this? I was going to say there's no way they <laughs> can right. get rid of those programs. All right, you ready? Yeah. You ready? Yes. The National College Players Association. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> says NCAA President Mark hey, remember, Emmer. remember, everybody, we're the ones that are being difficult. Right. I just want to underscore that. Right, just Tom. In case you're listening. Okay. I'm sorry. Whatever you say, Tom. Dick Gates has one. What? <laughs> President Mark Emmert has informed a group of basketball players who started a social media campaign to protest inequities in college sports that he will meet with them after March Madness. So? Rutgers Geovic... They are pushing for the NCAA to change their rules, restricting athletes from earning money for personal sponsorship deals, online endorsement, and appearances. Yeah, well, they've been talking about this for a while. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So, so why going does to start that... their own leagues, and there's not going to be any more college football or basketball. Uh, Write it down. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Write it down. The colleges would crumble if they didn't have Let that. Me ask you, really? Let me ask you, what you got, at what point did you take me seriously during that entire thing? <laughs> um, <laughs> the answer is... Never. I, See? When you said write it down like an old lunatic. <laughs> it's written on the wall. Yes. Of course, Tom, no, that's not going to happen. I look smart saying this. <laughs> well, of course it's not going to happen. Smart if, saying if, this, if, uh, if sports programs went away, there would be no colleges, period. Well, there are a lot of fine colleges that don't have sports programs. Well, they barely... Harvard, how long they've been around? What, 10, 15 years? <laughs> Once again. They do have sports wild programs. Wild speculation and blatant hostility okay, over uh, here, and they take me seriously sure after all this time. You, you, did, uh, you did mention something. We had a story yesterday that was a very small story, but... Uh, well, they I know... all are out of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't think so? You don't think so. Aren't you guys looking forward to Chick's new book, Unreasonable Hostility? <laughs> does it come out? Fastest Frisbee. It comes out when we tell you it comes the, out. Pat. The, hang, story, hang second, the story that Tom's looking forward to is the fastest Frisbee relay. Oh. What? Back to you, Tom. That's sports? Yep. Well, it may be a less than stellar day in sports. So I'm writing something down because we had a story yesterday yeah. uh, that uh, Christy and I both agree on this. Uh, I I like to, um, <laughs> when I go shopping, I like to do a shopping list, I like to write it down. Right. On a- because on a piece of paper, because I'll, I'll tend to remember it, whatever. But this was a story saying that in a in a scientific study, they found that if you write something down, you're much more likely to remember it than if you type it into an iPad or whatever. Or your phone on the Notes yeah, app yeah. or whatever. Uh, which I think yeah. is fascinating. And I was talking to my eight-year-old last night about um, her spelling words. And we sat there and she, we, she wrote them all down a couple times. And then we had our test and she got them all right. See? Oh, we used to have to do that anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah we I, did too. I know but... certain actors that I have spoken to will quite literally take a play and write it right. by hand over and over and over again to learn their lines. Uh, I just thought it was kind of an interesting, interesting thing. So right now I'm writing down what uh, the, the the important elements of Chick's sportscast. As you can see, I've got a, as you can see, I've got a blank piece of paper. But the the larger point is um, the setup was everything on that. I thought I thought that was a fascinating news story. Yeah, I'm a big believer in that. That's too. right. I keep a notepad by my phone. I do keep a notepad. Willie, I go out to my Willie, notepad you, in my kitchen, I know, not Willie, by you, my you phone. You work on a lot of your bits. You like to write them down on. Uh, yeah, he bought me like a physical. very nice little notebook for Christmas. I use it quite a bit. Thank there you. There we go. Yeah, I got I like, mine right here. I like yep. writing things down. I think it helps. I got nothing from Willie for Christmas but unspoken irritation. <laughs> That's what I got from <laughs> Willie. 
And some of it was smoking, now that I think about it. Ace, can you get the Orkin man on the phone? We need to get the bug out of I'm going to tell Willie, I use your calendar every day. You use the calendar. Ace uses the calendar. Oh, yeah. Your calendar's hanging in my office. Now I can tell you where my dad's is. My dad's calendar. In the landfill? It's three inches away from his right foot. (laughs) Next to where he keeps all the crap he doesn't use. Does he do that at home, too? Never opens opens Christmas presents? Oh, it's probably next to the Blu-ray of the in-laws that I got him. (laughs) Yeah, it's Blu-ray of the in-laws. Criterion collection. Thank you very much. Oh, 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 I was just ahead of the curve, it turns out. Okay. (laughs) Some old canned wine that you to sponsor us is probably down there. Who knows? I got my uh, Star Wars Episode One Jar Jar Binks oh, still boy. on the package. You're welcome. So help me God, <laughs> there's going to be a story coming out about the original Jar Jar Binks in the package. Three point six million dollars. <laughs> oh, That's what's going to happen. I am one of the few people that enjoyed Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> you sure are. Uh, I know there's a, there's sure. a politically yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, they'll probably have to take it out of the movie. Mm. Mark my words, I'm telling you, go back to buying CDs and DVDs because they're going to all be pulled off the market by cancel culture. Just mark my words. The next time you try to watch Blazing Saddles on TV, good luck. You want to know why I'm in the back? They'll have a seminar with AOC. You want to know why this started? Why did this start? Here's why this started, okay? Okay. I come in and Christy leaves me a story. Now, I don't know if this is a story. <laughs> I don't know if this is a story or a fortune cookie uh, fortune. fortune. But uh, that's how it comes. Here you go. Well, it's cr- like uh, we're, I'm doing mouse <laughs> news over <laughs> here. What the hell? Mouse. Give me a sheet of paper. We have more of the Bob and Tom stories. Show coming up next hour. Josh's weight and his strip club dream. But next, a Playboy bunny and a kangaroo escapes. You'll hear that next on the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back on a Friday morning. This is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom Studios. We have a great hour coming up for you in this segment of Playboy Bunny and a kangaroo escape all discussed. Let's get back to the action. All right, could we uh, move on here, Christy? What else? Uh, women who once wore the iconic Playboy bunny tail and ears gather for the 50th anniversary of a former Playboy club in Wisconsin this weekend. Mm. Former Playboy bunny Diane Peterson is organizing the two-day reunion of employees of the club in Lake Geneva. She tells the Kenosha News that 117 bunnies have confirmed that they will attend. Wow. Among those attending will be original bunnies who opened the resort in 1968, two bunnies who were there when the club closed in 1981. Oh, boy. Hello, dog. I used to be a Playboy bunny. Do you like what you see? I want to see my fluffy tail. Nana needs another cocktail. <laughs> so now all, no of, ice. No ice. all of the bunnies smoked for the last 50 years. That's right. That's what they're saying. He loved me the most. He would never admit it. Half. Half. One night. If you Hugh call him I, Hugh, you don't get invited I to the mansion. I called him Hugh because he Nobody loved gets invited all to the I, mansion anymore. All I was wearing was Hugh's captain. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Back call, then he didn't want to be called F. Call he, me Mrs. F. <laughs> did he end up getting, wasn't he interred next to um, Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, grow up. I, I think guess. he's on top of her, actually. Really? 
I yeah, think he is on top so, of yeah. It's a mausoleum, right? It's, right. it's a woman his age, so it's kind of right. odd. That's right. And there are very few of us left his age. <laughs> well, My breath still smells like Jimmy Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> but he was a nice guy. I used to he guzzle was, Groucho's custom. He'd come in, you'd service him, he'd give He's you a 20. Just what, what you guy. wanted. Rough what a guy. <laughs> a gentle... Gentle and the- <laughs> I, I used so to I'm guzzle sorry. Groucho. Could we get Could we get back to the Playboy Club? We're, this is in Wisconsin, Lake Geneva. Yeah, it's now a resort and spa. But yeah, I was it used never. To be a I was never club. in a Playboy Club, but I remember seeing those promotional <laughs> videos for them. And they remember they had the bunny dip. Ace and I were in a Playboy Club once yep. with the Did band they, members. And the bunny dip was. Uh, you had to learn that, right? Didn't you? So what the bunny dip was? What exactly? <laughs> in the way they. They would dip the drinks down. Yeah, with they their kind tray. of decide you didn't bend over. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Look, you didn't ever bend over and show your eggs. And let you go, uh, you can know, I ask you? Can I do a quick interview? Sure, go right in. Um, <laughs> now my uh, my partner Daphne is here too. So okay. feel free to oh, ask yeah, Daphne yeah. a couple of questions. Late life lesbian. That's fine. Uh, now, uh, what's your name again? I'm sure. Uh, Gertrude. Uh, Gertrude, uh, you are one of the one of the original. Call me Gertie. Now the the Playboy playmates are distinguished from the so-called bunnies. Yeah. Um, both. Both incredibly sexist, but uh, the, um, uh, the the bunnies were essentially waitresses. Is that correct? That's right. Now, the, can you we show? We bring them drink. You, the bu- the bunny dip. Now it's probably a little easier now with your walker. <laughs> well, yeah, well, let me hold that for now you. That you, you can show the man. They have a nice tray on them now. You can dip. You can uh, you can push back up on the walker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Watch uh, this. Actually, Daphne was much better at the dip than I. <laughs> Really? Oh, yeah. I, I knew how to do it. So, yeah, right Show him, Dad. You know who was quite an ass, man. <laughs> Who's that? Raymond Burr. <laughs> oh, you yeah. read my mind. That's right. right. Unbelievable. Give you a goose like no other. <laughs> Funny he never married. <laughs> yeah. Daph and I would spend uh, time on Fiji uh, during the holidays. You were hoping uh, you could uh, turn him around, huh? I, I tried. I tried with that Rocky Hudson. He didn't want any <laughs> Did you, he was a beautiful Did you man. both smoke filterless cigarettes? Oh, yes. Camels. <laughs> no filters. No luckies. I'd take a puff, pass it on to Gertie. <laughs> She'd right. take a puff, pass it back to uh-huh. me. When did you guys start scissoring? <laughs> Just last year. <laughs> nice. Good to know. Well, I regret we hadn't started sooner. Yeah. Start Sounds fire. like two octopuses kissing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm out. Good enough. Scene. For for Valentine's Day, I gave her some raid. Raid. Kills the bugs. Kills them dead. I once French kissed Soupy Sales. (laughs) I wasn't. Soupy. That's what I was looking for. Soupy. Joe Piscopo once gave me the red eye. (laughs) The red eye. It was very inflamed. <laughs> um, could you please explain what's happening, Christy? You yes, had, there's that, going to be a 50-year um, reunion of Playboy Bunnies who opened a Lake Geneva, Wisconsin Playboy Club back in 1968 this weekend. Feels like yesterday. <laughs> 117 Bunnies have confirmed that they will attend. Um, there will be original Bunnies who opened the resort in 68. Two Bunnies were there when the club closed in 81. That's right. Joy Grossman, who's 69, plans to attend. Her She's bunny like, name was 69. Joey. 69. 69. <laughs> she was at 69 back then. 69, 69, 69. 
Joy's probably listening to this show, and I apologize, Joy. Yeah, sorry. Her bunny name was Joey when she worked at the club in the summer of 70. She was so clever. She Remember, a, her name was Joy, but she went with Joey. I uh-huh. do remember. She how, called it a great experience. Mm-hmm. So so much fun. Mm-hmm. I remember when I walked in on Joey rimming Bobby Redford. <laughs> <laughs> Giddy right, up. Enough. She could be listening. Giddy up, son, dance. <laughs> a complete lie. Speaking None of Joey's. I have a segue. So, uh, what? Um, are there any Playboy clubs left in the world? I don't think so. The, the oh. last one just closed, didn't it? I thought so. I don't. No, we were at the last one in Lansing. The one oh. in the United States. We were, yeah. yeah. Lansing. Lansing, Michigan, yeah. That was Lansing. the last Playboy club in the U.S. <laughs> yes. yes. Really? Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Like Gene and Paul and Bruce, that was a night. So were they everywhere? If Lansing had one? <laughs> no, they like never... in, in the future, the last casino was in Ogden, Utah. <laughs> right. Chicago, New York, L.A., sure. Lansing. Okay, all right. There were, uh, they never really were that big in the U.S., though, right? The, 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 the big one was in London, England, and they had the only casino license. And that's what that's what saved Playboy magazine. I think 60s. it was the overpriced drinks, the obje- objectification, the <laughs> the objectification of the women, diseases, you think? things like that. Yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> Daft loved it. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. Do do a lot of well, the uh, first one was rimming, in as you put it. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, Joey was. Oh, you see, he'd All of a sudden, like to smoke a couple <laughs> cigarettes after that, just to you know. Paul Anka loved a good rimming, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Palate cleanser, couple of luckies. You know, you know a dog's mouth. <laughs> okay, sorry. Good, good. Why don't you guys go in the green room, write this out, and then we can throw it in the wastebasket. I remember when I took on all of Nazareth. <laughs> <laughs> the band. Oh, yeah, the band. Not, the, not, not, yeah. not Nazareth, not, Pennsylvania. Yes, no, not, you need both of us for that. <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess there's a Playboy Club in London. Is that correct? Well, there was one forever, and they. they what's interesting? Re- is, it opened in October of 2010. Oh, that must be the reopening. They opened on the site of the old Rendezvous Mayfair Casino. Ooh so, la la! But Hefter, they almost went under because uh, they had the only gaming license, and um, the guy that they had running it forgot to renew it. Oh man! And, uh, it almost took him out, and, wow. the, and then the then the magazine took off, and then it's faded a bit. Of course, wow. Since. But uh, the the Playboy Club reunion in Gene- Lake Geneva, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Yes, this okay. weekend. Okay. Bless, Bless you. you. Thank you. Want you. a towel? <laughs> Speaking of Joey's, anything pisses him off more than a loud sneeze. I don't know what it is. Clarksville, South Carolina, mischievous kangaroo has been roaming the county for the second time in three days. Huh. Authorities have yet to discern how the kangaroo is escaping, but I'm it's guessing likely... jumping over a fence. Anyway. <laughs> Anyone, uh... I think I think it's a fair guess. Hey, yeah. hey, no, he just uh, he went over it like with nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Hey, Humphrey Bogart, you'd love to do some detective work. Here. You know, it turns out them some bitches can really jump. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Well, hey, actually, I'm, I'm, hey, Tony, I'm, Tony, I'm, I'm, I'm character guide. Tony, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, yeah. What you want, Mister <laughs> Mister Fastbinder? What you want? Remember, I told you uh, about the uh, the fences and the kangaroo. Pen. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, did yeah. I, I, I told you. I said, hey, you got to raise the fence. Yeah, I got to raise the fence. And yeah. what, what'd you do? Well, it was already six feet. I thought that some bitch ain't going to get over that. <laughs> <laughs> it went over like with nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> what were you feeding the kangaroo? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't eat kangaroo. It makes you jumpy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you trying to do? Well, kangaroo. No, kangaroo is- how, here's how improv works. You never deny. Sorry. You never proposal. come out of character. Uh, I'm fed a Mexican jumping beans. Oh, okay, yeah. Those some bitches real wild. Maybe, maybe an ingredient used in beer. 
Oh, he likes he likes the IPA because it's hoppy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the joke is they get all hopped up. And, uh, yeah. Never mind. <clears throat> Go back to being the uh, aging Playboy bunny. Authorities say they don't. They're not sure how the kangaroo escaped, but it's likely he found a weak spot in the fence or a gate was left open. Or he jumped over the fence. He's a kangaroo. Right over it. <laughs> the unidentified owners of the kangaroo are properly licensed to keep the kangaroo in South Carolina. He was spotted next to Highway 28, and uh, as of today, he's still not been captured. I once spent an evening with Captain Kangaroo. Did you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Those, did, After did, he finished, a bunch of ping pong balls fell out of Fell out of his pockets? Oh, Wasn't there God. a gag on Captain Kangaroo yeah. where all these ping pong balls <laughs> Mr. Moose would pull, pull a gore and Captain oh, yeah. Kangaroo would get ping pong yeah, balls dumped on him. Oh. It was hilarious. Yeah, I, I sewed a bunch of them together and uh, when, I said my, when I said my safe word. <laughs> He yanked yeah, that's him right. He yanked him out of my ass. Like he was starting a lawnmower. <laughs> what a what a kind and considerate lover. He Bobby. was no Fred Rogers. Yeah, by the way, they call Mister Mister Greenjeans. Mister Greenjeans got the name. His his jeans weren't green. It was just that ugly discharge. Oh my lord! <laughs> discharge. I blame you. First, yeah, yeah. the So, they, did they recapture this kangaroo? No, no. he's still on the loose. Okay. He's at large. You know how they're going to find him? No. They're going to get a, a psychic because. Oh. Because why? The, he's trying to get the medium. <laughs> oh, jeez. Even a joke. What? He's trying to make it go for large. The medium. the medium will find the kangaroo at large. No. No. And of course, no. she, she's, work. she's only four foot nine, so she's a short medium who will find, or no, a small medium who will find the, the kangaroo, the kangaroo at large. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. That is dumb. Yeah, that's what we're doing here, dumb. <laughs> yeah, no, You're going to want to come on back for the next segment here on the Bob and Tom Show. It's about Josh's strip club dream. You'll hear it next. This is the Bob and Tom Show. For the Mr. Obvious Show, here's your host, Mr. Obvious. Thank you. Hello. It is the Mr. Obvious Show. I am your host, uh, Mr. Obvious. This week, uh, of course, uh, every week, uh, a trip around the home, uh, the world of home repair and home maintenance, and our spotlight this week falls on gutters. Now, you'll notice that uh, your gutters are located uh, along the roof line of your home, and uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of this or not, but those gutters uh, from time to time need to be cleaned out, of course, due to the hollow shape that uh, gutters often take, uh, they are inclined to attract stray debris. So what you'll need to do is grab a nice, sturdy ladder. You might want to get a piece of uh, paper and a pencil to copy these instructions down. Uh, the Mr. Obvious checklist. What you'll need is a nice, strong ladder and uh, lean that up against the house, climb up the ladder, and uh, clean your gutters out. Very obvious. Well, uh, there uh, is a phone call. Of course, uh, there are always questions here on the Mr. Mr. Obvious show, so let's go to the phone. Uh, hello, Mr. Obvious. Uh, speaking. Hi, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> really enjoy the show. The gutter thing works great. Great well, tips. Thank you uh, very much. I took your advice. I used that ladder idea. Right. <laughs> I did. I scraped everything out, just like you said, with your hands. Got rid of all the leaves. 
gutter works great. Uh huh. Now did you blowing right out? Uh huh. Now did you uh, you start a checklist for all of the uh, little maintenance problems? <laughs> did exactly and... what you did. Grabbed a pencil, paper, right. wrote everything down, okay. checked it off, and I mean that way there was no muss, no fuss. Got it done. Super. Super. <laughs> Here's my problem. Uh oh. Got done with uh, the gutter thing. Now I've got leaves in my yard. I, I don't know. You know, I, it's great. The water, the gutter's working fine. Uh-huh. Uh, got leaves in the yard. <laughs> but, uh, front, front yard or back yard? Well, to tell you the truth, Mr. Obvious, I got them in both. <laughs> no kidding. I got them in both. And I, I'm just not entirely sure what to do now because uh, the gutters, they're working great. Water's flowing down. <laughs> Problem with leaves in the yard. It's just a mess. Are they most uh, prevalent around the gutters? Well, as a matter of fact, they are. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. On, the, on the ground there. Right. That's, that's where I put it. Okay. Well, what you'll need to do is get... Uh... Uh, excuse me, Mr. Obvious? Yes. Can you hang on just a minute? I was just going to go ahead and make another checklist. Okay, caller. Uh, copy this down. You'll need some sort of container to put those leaves in. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, um, like a bowl? No, not a bowl. I don't think something bigger and a little bit more uh, convenient. I'd I'd say uh, uh, possibly like a suitcase. No, not a suitcase. Maybe a, a trash bag or possibly a garbage oh, bag. Okay, garbage bag. Get the leaves up and uh, put those in the trash bags, and uh, that should take care of your problem. Wow. <laughs> I, I can't thank you enough, Mr. Obvious. Well, thanks for the call, and uh, you uh, keep listening to the Mr. Obvious. Really enjoy the show. Thanks a lot. Well, thank you, Colin. <laughs> Join us next week. We'll be installing a table lamp. Next time, Mr. Obvious will take a cut around the house. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show on this Friday morning. This is Christopher speaking from the Bob and Tom Studios. Let's do a segment here I think you'll be interested in hearing all about Josh's strip club dream. In the meantime, in case you were thinking of climbing Mount Everest next year, some cryptocurrency company has buried 50000 bucks up there. How on earth are they going to... Ridiculous. The, won't the wind move it or who knows? Well, it's in a crypto wallet, which means it could be... It could be nothing. It could be... Well, cryptocurrency crypto could, be, to mean, it could be worthless, too, yeah. in a couple of years. But one of the Sherpas died, apparently, in the process of doing this now, promotional now stunt. Now, he's presumed dead. He didn't come back, but we think he took the money and ran. Yeah, we think he went skied down the other side, and he's in Tahiti <laughs> now with $50,000. Exactly. If I was a Sherpa, mm-hmm. yes, I'd, I'd fake my own death, like... A lot, you know? I mean, come on. How, how can you do it a lot? Well, I mean, <laughs> I imagine on. Sherpas have a lot of uh, frozen assets. They do that stuff. Oh, <laughs> it's cold up there. I, okay, uh-huh. I'm, I'm kind of laughing at that. <laughs> yeah. what, was that what was that book? Um, they put the ladders up there, you know. Those Sherpas are badasses. Oh, Into Thin Air? Into Thin Air. I've read that book twice. It's a great, great book. book, yeah. It's terrifying. It's another Simpsons episode. The two Sherpas. Homer wants to climb Mount Springfield. <laughs> and the Sherpas end up carrying him up to the top. And one Sherpa says to the other one in uh, Nepalese or whatever they speak, I dreamt of your death last night. And the other Sherpa says, stop saying that. <laughs> See, they were fighting. talking to each other. Mm-hmm. To I had guys. a dream last night. I opened up a, my own strip club. Oh, really? What yeah. was it called? I, didn't, I don't know. I didn't have a name. What, if was you it, had a strip club, what would you call it? Oh, that's it? a good question. Josh that, is, that is a good question. No. Just Josh? But some buddies and I decided we were going to build our own strip club, and it was in like this weird <laughs> old warehouse. Wow, were you going to get into human trafficking, too? No, the girls were, they willingly they, came they in and wanted there. to be dancers. There are girls that yeah. like to dance, yeah. Tom. There yeah. are. They and, when the girls weren't, are. and when the girls weren't stripping, they were t- stealing these jewels from the Met Gala. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, there's... There's Katie Holmes. Uh, uh, 
I like Katie Holmes. Um, so let's get back to this. So what, <laughs> Kim Kardashian a, was in it. Is that what pissed you off? Oh, God. If, really? What do you think of that? Now, now are you on my side, buddy? <laughs> was she legislating in Washington to that save the world? That was a cameo. Mm. Um, uh, so I'm sorry, Josh. You have your, you want to have your own strip club? In no, your no. Brain. It was just a dream I had. And we were like, man, we're going to lose money for a while here. Because my buddy was like, we should be turning a profit already. And I was like, no, no. This is going to take a little bit. <laughs> You were making in-depth your, business decisions. Yes. Was your buddy... Um, was, Even his dreams are reasonable. I love it. <laughs> no, no, no. Was your buddy uh, was spending all the profits on getting more lap dances? No, he was. We, that, not enough people were showing up. And we were like, we haven't done any advertising. We don't even have our sign outside yet. You don't have a Wait, name have yet. a name. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Th- how did the name not Booba come up? Palooza, what, uh, I wish we had a... Do you have a free breakfast buffet waiting mm. in Wilmington? I'll bet you'd have good desserts at your Chinese buffet. <laughs> Yeah, so if I were make your, a he doesn't buffet, have a Chinese buffet. It's a strip club. Yeah, with a Chinese buffet. I, Maybe I that's know. how you turn a profit. You team up with a Chinese buffet and have the two for one special. Oh, now we have a. Now we have the. Uh, I have been to a strip club buffet. <laughs> Tommy, you jo- have Tommy Johnigan and I enjoyed. <laughs> hey, guys, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Slow down. Here's one of the fattest things I've ever done. <laughs> Couldn't possibly go to a strip club if they weren't serving food. <laughs> Nothing like how about calling it chopsticks in an erection? <laughs> to, uh, no, not subtle whatsoever. Okay, okay sorry. Um, uh, how about calling it uh, fr- frustrations? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's inter- that's an interesting dream. dream. Did you see the women in your dreams? Were they stripping for you in the dream? No, they were stripping for clients. And, uh, was it at all erotic, or was it all was it all numbers and business? No, and we had like this different sort of model, like where it was like first you could like they didn't just strip, but you it was actually like a dance floor where you could dance with them as well, like, ah. and then you could get then was they it, would strip for you. Were they or, totally nude? <laughs> <laughs> they actually they weren't in the dream. They were only allowed to wear very skimpy bikinis. So it sounds like in a, a dream my accountant would tell me about. <laughs> The least erotic think, dream with naked women in history. No, it was more of a. I'm telling you, it was. More I don't of a, think you know what dreams are. It was more of a business dream than it was. <laughs> yeah, about the women. Dream. Yeah, yeah. You know because he, he and I, my buddy and I, were like, well, look, we're not going to date any of these girls. We can't. This is our. Mm-hmm. We're trying to make money here. It's your family. Did you have the six foot rule? <laughs> What's that? You have to stay six the, feet from the dancers. Yeah, there's in some states you have to stay six oh, feet from the dancers. I'm used to East St. Louis strip clubs where that's not a rule at all. <laughs> Oh, Sasha. Really? <laughs> yes. Exactly. Oh, in St. Louis, you'd get close enough for the crabs to jump on you? Ew. Yeah. Didn't you yeah. go that night? God, no. They climb all over you like a monkey yeah. bar. Come on. We, we went there after a show one time. Oh. Don't you remember that night that I, but I, that, that we were all waiting for the bus and John Fox's girlfriend took a swing at me? Yep. I remember that. I was standing right there yeah. and I knew at the time I was watching Was that history. in St. Louis? Yeah. It was oh. amazing. We were trying to get everybody in the bus. We had to get going. Did she think you were being bossy or rude or what did you... she was an airhead moron? <laughs> she, obviously, she was dating John Fox, so let's start there. She had the stupidest wow. shoes on. That's what I remember. Some she weird. She was really awful tall, is what I remember. Shoes. Wasn't she, she was tall a, and blonde? Not going to make it as a boxer. I ducked and yeah. was the end of that one. Oh wow! Tom, Tom won the round. There's no yeah, doubt. About absolutely, it. absolutely. Hmm. Um, and uh, okay, we're getting suggestions for Josh's script strip club. Yes, now, is this really. Strip is this, club name. Does this include the Chinese buffet? No, it just says uh, call the club Christie's. Christie's. Wait a minute. You know what? That's not a bad name for a strip club. There you go. It really isn't. Yeah, it's not Christie's. funny or interesting though. 
Well, well, it doesn't well. Have I think to he's be. trying to be practical. He's trying to help. He wants Josh to open a strip club. And I think he's a fan of Christy Lee's and wouldn't well, mind thinking. Sweet. You can this strip uh, once a month. On this wasn't her dream. <laughs> <laughs> no, it yeah, would have been really sick if the name of the strip club was like the same as <laughs> Josh's mom's. <laughs> oh, my God. Hmm. Come on in to Cindy's. Cindy's. Yeah. Named it after my own mother. See, now, now, now we're talking. Now if there's any, psychi- now. any psychiatrist in their car, they're going, now that's a dream I can handle. Oh, that's, no, right that's, that's a dream that's, you can sink your teeth into. Yeah, that's right from the textbooks. So you named a strip club after your mom, huh? Oh, Cindy's. That sounds like okay. the sweetest strip club ever. Let's go to Cindy's. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It sounds like a... Like yeah. a You'll a get re- brownies. Like a, some kind of Savannah, Georgia restaurant. You could uh, use uh, that's Cindy. famous for their pies or you something. You could use Cindy Bear, Yogi Bear's uh, girlfriend, as the Cindy logo. Bear. I'm, I'm, I've got a feeling Hanna Barbera might not. Play. Well, we'd make it just different enough to avoid litigation. But still, how about calling it the ten foot pole? Oh, hmm. and then you well, have can't touch it with a ten foot pole. No, no. Then you have a, you have ten foot high poles that the girls dance with, and then. After after you sober up, you realize that a hmm. wise man wouldn't touch them with a ten foot pole. <laughs> oh, here's oh. here. You want funny? Oh, wait a minute. I got it. 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 This is so obvious. Ahead. Josh's strip club. Maybe you have the same idea. Sixty nine. Oh. 69. There has to be a strip club called Sixty Nine out there, or even like Exit Sixty Nine or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh, <laughs> or you go with your idea from earlier today, backdraft. Backdoor draft, yeah. Backdoor draft, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's what's the one you only got? go in the back door when you get to the strip? Look, Jake knows he's got an ace up his sleeve. Look Chopsticks. Uh, enjoy our tuna spread. Oh. <laughs> oh. You know, I, I didn't. I, you know what? That's my fault. I went. Yeah. I, you were. No, he you said, said he had something, and you ignored him. And I went. No, no. Jim said he had I knew, something. I knew. I knew exactly what. I had. You knew you had nothing. <laughs> at, at, at best, incredibly awful. You're a great poker player. Now, to build a joke here, though, you want to have something involving the Chinese buffet and the strip club. That's that, why uh, chopsticks is still in play. I think. Right? Chopsticks? Why not? Well, something involving a, a, a Chinese restaurant. What other... They Strip have Club fortune, 8? Fortune cookies. <laughs> fortune nookie? <laughs> yeah, this, we're still in the lukewarm waters of the unfunny... <laughs> <laughs> in these hey, shallow waters. I'm just throwing things out. If, if it falls like, to the ground, how fine. About, how about the naked buffet? There you oh. go. Oh, how about the horniest thing I've ever done? <laughs> That's pretty good. How That's about a wait a minute? Wait, that, that could be a new feature. I, I got it. I've got it. What is it? The buff A. Oh. <laughs> or why change it? Call the strip club the fattest thing ever. <laughs> I don't think that's going to draw many. Uh, oh well. Yeah, again, you're think some, heavy there's honey. certain tastes. Yeah. Certainly, yeah. Uh, certainly. Uh, All right. The buff A did not get what it deserved. I, I, no, it deserved <laughs> nothing. Opinion. It deserved oh, really? nothing. Really? Nothing, Tom. <laughs> How are you going to spell it? You almost sneered at tuna spread. Okay. There, actually, isn't there a restaurant called Naked Chopsticks? Maybe? Yes. yes. There okay, is. yeah. yeah so, there you go. Yeah. so that's already taken. Yeah, nude. Do you think anybody goes in there and goes, How about Tux? women? Uh, How about Tux? Tux? That's a thing you use oh, on your bottom. Oh. <laughs> do, all the, do all the dancers have piles? <laughs> <laughs> 
tux or it's a hemorrhoids uh, pad, isn't it? Piles That's of what fun. they give you after you have a baby. Piles of tux. fun. Piles of oh. piles. I was thinking something else. Tux or tux or those are the what? No, they're, they're the, like medicated a medicated pads. pad that they oh, give you after you pads? have yeah. or after you have a baby. I was thinking about tucking. You know the oh, bu- Buffalo Bill style. Yeah, tucking a buck. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Tuck a buck. Oh, tuck a buck into their g-string. Yeah, tucks a buck. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, if no, you, t- you, if you tux a tuck. Oh. <laughs> Wait, well, if, you tux, if you tuck a tux. No. Hey, come over here, honey. Yeah, looks like you need a little <laughs> lubricating pad up, up, up in there. Oh my God. <laughs> and here's a five dollar oh. bill for your service. <laughs> wow. Um, general hose. <laughs> general, general, general hose, hose. <laughs> general hose chicken. No, How because about now you're insinuating that your girls are hoes. That's yeah. not. Yeah, good. don't want to do that. No, but see the general so. You know, no, we got it. We got it. Yeah, we understand. My God, did we get it? How, how do you pronounce that? Isn't it so? General so. so. No. Well, you don't have to hit that. You just you just pronounce it general so. Yeah. 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 Oh, I thought you were supposed to hit the. T- no. Not okay. necessary. I'll say sorry. No, the T is silent like in pterodactyl. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. That's a P. <laughs> <laughs> That's P is in pneumonia. Uh, so I'm sorry. So Josh, once again, or if you're just joining us, Josh had a dream that he and his buddy started a strip club. Worst dream ever. Oh, I got it. I got it. Uh-oh. This is it. All right. It He's already name. laughing. He's already. So that's why we're trying to uh, name it. Okay. Um, because it's going to have, have a Chinese buffet in it. Yeah. You want to go with kind of an Asian name. How about... <laughs> The Wong Hole. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Look at him. I know. I know. There goes his head. It's, <laughs> it's turning crimson. Bright red as joke. I've ever seen the Wong Hole. <laughs> what mean Wong Hole? It's the it's the classic punchline of a golf joke. <laughs> Remember that joke? Oh, your stance is too wide. What mean What mean Wong Hole? Never mind. <laughs> There, yes, there are reasons. <laughs> there has to be a bar called the Wong Hole at some at some country club, <laughs> based on that. You know the joke, Christy? I don't. Okay, I can't tell you in the air. Uh, <laughs> it's an old classic involving a misunderstanding in mm. international uh, golfing with uh, some language uh, uh, issues. In language issues, yes, mm-hmm. it's a quite a sophisticated joke. Yeah, oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes, very sophisticated. That, yeah. that incorporates, if it's anything, it's that incorporates the difficulties of corporate communication and sodomy <laughs> <laughs> with with one of your friends' wives. Wow, uh, all nude girls and dim sum. <laughs> <laughs> all right, tell Tur Hewn to leave us alone. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do you like the dim sum? Okay. Dim dim sum dim sum dim sum chicks. Dim sum. <laughs> dim sum chicks about to get it. Is that how it, is that how it ends? Dim sum. That's his favorite punchline. That is. That is. Dim very sum jugs. <laughs> hey, dim sum jugs. Oh my goodness! Wow. Hey, you've been to dim sum jugs. <laughs> so there's so much going wrong right now. <laughs> you need to. You need to back it off. Yeah. Yeah. You need to okay. get top you like Tracy my southern all gentleman. going to jail at least. <laughs> yeah, where is your strip club, by the way? Is it going to be like small town America, or are you going for a city? I it, I don't know. In the dream, these, I don't know. Were these real friends of yours in the dream? Yeah, the one I haven't spoken to in a long time, but we were buddies in high school. Ooh. Oh. Better yeah. call him today. I don't even have some <laughs> <laughs> so, so be not get carried away. By the way, what a great phone call that would be. Uh, hey, Jim, listen, I know we haven't <laughs> talked in 27 years. I had this dream last night. <laughs> Click. <laughs> you and I were running a strip club. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<clears throat> yeah, it was not an erotic dream. It was a very, it was very business oriented. <laughs> we were, yeah, we were pretty convinced we could eventually. I like the Chinese money. buffet though in the strip club, and then you could have like themed yeah. dishes, like you could have the Chuck Berry poo poo platter. Disgusting. Chuck Berry was uh-huh. yeah, man of certain taste. Let's cop Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Uh, enjoyed. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, he was busted with cameras and didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh yeah, Chuck had a. There's a whole. Uh, oh. Actually, we discussed it with Mick Jagger of all people on the show once. <laughs> oh my God. Nothing like having Mick go. Oh, you mean the coprophilia? Uh, <laughs> why were we talking about that with Mick Jagger? I brought it up. I thought it was fun. <laughs> of course yeah. you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get a chance to talk to Mick Jagger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk about that. Talked to Mick on a few occasions. I like Mick. Uh. He and I have a lot in common. Lots of kids. Oh, yeah, you're both male. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you ever made out with David Bowie? <laughs> I didn't do that. Sorry. Uh, anyway, so Josh, this sounds like an exciting dream. I'm very excited about this. So let's see if we can get some more. We're trying to name a strip now. Let me get this. So the strip club, if I'm not mistaken, has um has a, a Chinese buffet. Yes. With sweet How about sweet and sour porkies? <laughs> no, or sweet and sour porking. No, but it's got to be the name of a place, not a not a not an act. Oh well, excuse me. Crabs Rangoon. Oh, I like that. <laughs> oh no, no, no one's gonna come there. Have no. you, have you had the crabs Rangoon at Wanghole? <laughs> I went to Wanghole, got crabs Rangoon, delicious. Then, then you're insinuating your girls have it, and that's right, that's right. not helpful. I was going for a joke more than I was actual uh, logic. Or mm-hmm. Well, your entire dream was business-oriented, so we're trying to assist you. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Well, I think we're doing a pretty good job. Uh, <laughs> this is why I don't own a gun. <laughs> Doesn't Poon Tang sound kind of like an Asian restaurant? Poon Tang Charlie's? <laughs> Can you imagine if there was a place called Poon Tang Charlie's? My God. Yo, Chick, you're right to throw your headphones off. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean. And they would also do, they would also do pedi- pedicures, <laughs> naked pedicures at Poon Tang Charlie's. No. Oh. Okay, sorry. Oh. You know whose fault this is? <laughs> Roy Woods. Yeah, it is. Why is he not calling? I don't know. I'm texting him. He's not waking up. Of all the people and all the gin joints in all the world. Well, I, we've been stalling. Roy waiting Wood. For, waiting for Roy to call. There may be a problem with the phone line. Yeah, I guess he's going to have to wait and call us later or now. Or his alarm clock. Or maybe he went, wait a minute. I'm on The Daily Show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to call I don't anymore. have to call a show that talks about Poontang Charlie's. Okay, I like Wong Hole. Of course, uh, we know you do. I, yes, uh, yes. Just, we know you love the Wong, Wong Hole. Classic joke. Leave happy family home. Come to Wong Hole. Get crabs Rangoon. Ew. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> crabs Rangoon sounds like the <laughs> the madam of the place. Yes. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd like to procure a couple uh, uh, girls, please. That's oh, a bond. You must talk to Crabs Rangoon. <laughs> <laughs> she comes out. And this yeah, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking for, mister? Yeah. Oh, crabs, hi. We have another segment to go here on the Bob and Tom Show on this Friday. A frat steals a tree and Josh's weight all discussed. This is the Bob and Tom Show.
Welcome back on a Friday. This is the Bob and Tom Show. This is Christopher speaking. Our last segment this morning is about a fraternity who steals a tree. And Josh's weight is discussed. Let's get right back to it. What else you got, Christy Lee? Speaking of students, three have been cited in connection with the theft of a rare tree in Wisconsin. The 25-foot Algonquin Pilar Swiss Mountain Pine was stolen from the University of Wisconsin's Arboretum back in November. On Friday, UW-Madison police said they have determined that three 19-year-old university students stole the tree as part of a quote-unquote pledge activity for the former Chi-Fi fraternity. The trio admitted to purchasing a chainsaw, renting a U-Haul, and stealing the tree. After learning how rare the tree was and that police were investigating, the students allegedly destroyed it before disposing of it outside of the city. Each of them will now be cited for removing a tree, which is punishable by a $200 fine. Not enough. No word from the university on whether they will be disciplined through them. Uh, what do you want? you want them expelled? Plant a couple hundred trees each. It's a terrible thing to do. This, and this, this does not reflect on all fraternities, by the way. No, in no. fact, that... This was obviously a splinter group. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, what was I thinking? Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> that fraternity's been unrecognized for a few years up at Madison. Oh, really? Madison. Okay. Yeah, they've been in trouble before. They put fizzies <laughs> in the swimming pool. <laughs> the toilets explode. Are they still doing the thing where they have to carry a marshmallow in go. their butt crack, and then if they drop it, they have to eat it? Oh, man. They don't do that. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> How do you know, fraternity boy? I, no, I wasn't. It's a way That's to meet, my point. meet some buddies in school. What's your problem? <laughs> yeah, I know one of my pals had to, they had to cram the uh, marshmallow in the old keister, and then if, if the guy in front of them dropped it, they had to eat that one. Oh, oh, I don't believe that. I just wouldn't. I, I, right. Wouldn't you just go, you know what? No. Right. Uh, well. That's they tell you those stories just to make you trust me out. i i was never in a fraternity and i partied at many many colleges well, you you, and you didn't just party as yourself josh i think people need to be enlightened you became oh well uh after a 12 pack <laughs> yeah. uh sir dude the party night would arrive yeah. and, and, and sir, and sir dude had some headgear that's right the empty 12 pack case would turn into a helmet mm-hmm. and i would look through the slits of the handle there and sir dude uh sure by the way we have an empty diet pepsi uh case in there right now <laughs> look i i that's just it's simply just not how sir dude uh, is that right works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah did sir dude ever meet uh lady dude no, there never was a lady. Never, dude. Ne- there was never a connection with right. Uh, uh, you mean, you mean uh, tell a lovely me that we're, we're wearing a twelve pack you, on your head? You didn't use your lance to attract the women. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't meet a lady who had a, zeme, a pack of zeme on her head. Uh, I, the ladies enjoyed uh, <laughs> when Sir Dude would people. arrive, but yeah, yeah, but they enjoyed <laughs> going home would. with other guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that Sir Dude could <laughs> get it. Uh, perform. <laughs> after. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> just, just asking. We are in the process of manufacturing just for Josh the orange, the orange suit. Which I'm so excited about. Oh, it'll be, um, it'll be uh, handsome. Yeah. And they're doing uh, some more measurements today. Um, <laughs> expecting a big weekend. I know. I'm just, See, now you no. didn't say this, but you said it in such a way that no, people heard. Josh is so large. No, they can't measure them all in one day. That's what you meant. No, Josh said that they measured you on Friday and that they were coming back today. <laughs> t- 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 am I correct? With a larger tape measure. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't uh, say that. See. Uh. 
God would love. I love doing these because God would love. <laughs> well, when you kid yourself, it kills me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but, but what did just happen is Tom said, uh, well, yeah. they're measuring Josh today. And immediately Tom and Pat <laughs> fell into a fit of giggles. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go, well, uh, anyway, I didn't say anything. No, you just burst into laughter at the notion of me being measured. Again, you, know why? you certainly didn't say anything. Because he keeps losing weight, you tools. He looks okay. great. Oh, oh, Anything? I just, what are you going to do when he's got a six pack? Then what are you gonna, how are you going to make fun of him? Oh, then? don't worry. I'll have another. We're I'll have, have to, a downwards. We're have to call it Fluffy. <laughs> now, um, uh, Christy, speaking of uh, delightful things to eat, the Heinz people, <laughs> makers of uh, my favorite. Now ketchup. that sounded like you were saying Christy was a delightful thing to eat. No, I. Uh, uh, <laughs> Did I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't. Wouldn't we like to know? Uh, <laughs> Uh, could we get to the ketchup story? Uh, yeah, Heinz is releasing Buffa Ranch and Sweet Cachilli. <laughs> Buffa Ranch combines buffalo sauce and tangy ranch for what Heinz says is, quote, a perfect balance between creamy See, and spicy. Sounds good. I, these these names, I hate to sound like Tom, but these names are wrong. They did, they messed up mayo chup. It should be ketchup And now they're messing up these Cachilli? flavors. Well, Buffa yeah. Ranch makes sense. Obviously, it's... I like Ranchalo. Ranchalo's much better. It's all oh, backwards like over there. Ranchalo. Hmm. I wonder if, do they test these? I wonder if they go. I, they must. Focus. I'm sure they do something. Yeah. Sweet Cachelli is a mixture of ketchup and sweet chili sauce. And for all we know, Ranchalo in Swedish means uh, something awful. Yes. <laughs> yes. The new mashups are available for purchase here in the United States. I'm not, am I correct in saying that these sound like the names of DJs, though? What? Hey, you're, you'll be reading these articles, and then, and of course, they brought in the DJ Buffer Ranch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, did you hear? Uh, Dead Ken, Mouse and Buffer Ranch are going on tour. Yeah, oh, uh, I see what uh, you're uh, saying. Kachili is. Uh, you mean like club DJs? Yeah, you know, Kachili actually sounds like a, uh, a concert, a, a concert venue. venue. Yeah, yeah, like or, Coachella. Yeah, but uh, what is a uh, sweet Kachili? It is ketchup with sweet chili sauce. Is that mm. right? So mm-hmm. was hot chup already taken? Well, <laughs> what would, what would I don't hot, chup hot chup is not hot. It's sweet chili sauce. Okay, it's sorry, not sorry. hot. A buffer ranch sounds like one of those uh, weight loss fat camps in Wyoming. <laughs> we, uh, we descended to the buffer ranch. Uh, yeah, they, uh, the uh, uh, she killed the horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did horse, you see uh, that beef cadet the over there? The horse actually killed itself. Uh, kicked her off and jumped off a cliff. <laughs> the horse is the horse aside. <laughs> scoliosis. Oh, like an old dachshund. Okay. I'm Squeeze sorry. the farts right out of it. Okay. You know what Tom taught me off the air? No, what do you teach that you? That oftentimes you can hear horse flatulence. What? Did you know how you can't really hear dogs? Dogs aren't very, they're not. Dogs are famous for SBD. Right, oh, right. Yeah. You'll be, sitting with, you'll sitting, you'll be sitting with your dog and then you go. It's awful. Winnie. Yeah. And she looks up. Not me. A loud dog fart is rare, but a horse, apparently you can hear them. Most oh, all the time, yeah. I would do anything to sit, watch a horse uh, or to ball walk by a horse and just hear it fart. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time I got yelled at at the parade? Because <laughs> <laughs> were you a kid? I like the way this is starting. I was a grown up, and uh, <laughs> you giggled. I thought you were a kid. They put uh, they uh, these horses. Uh, one horse. They were in the parade. The one horse stopped, and uh, and I'm not I'm not kidding. When a horse pees, oh yeah, oh yeah. Not only is it like a power washer, oh yeah, mm-hmm. but the uh, the member of the horse telescoped out of its body yep. like it lowered or whatever and yeah. then it, and they're prodigious yes. yes and then they can't shake like a, a human man can right right so the horse 
uh, somehow it can sort of fl- uh, <laughs> flip. Fla- it, can, it. it can flap it. Yeah, Kegel. Yeah. So I, I just burst into laughter, and uh, <laughs> and then the horse behind that one started taking one of the largest dumps I've ever. Seen. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm howling at the side. I, I can't, I can't, I'm an idiot, and I was just. And laughing. this is supposed to be like a quiet moment. So and I was standing respectful. Well, I was standing next to a family of four, and the kids saw me laughing, and so then they started laughing. And then the parents. Blamed me for because I, I I yeah Chick and I once um, <laughs> Chick and I once brought a uh, a gigantic donkey into the building and it was what was it called a jackass a mammoth jack a mammoth jack I mean <laughs> there are pictures of, there are pictures of this it's a gigantic donkey neither one of us worried about urine we were just worried about what if it what you if know, it poops? Right. Uh, so there were three mammoth jackasses in here. <laughs> hey. That's right. There, yeah, there, there are pictures of this thing in the building, and we thought it was so funny. We took a picture of it behind the boss's desk, and then the <laughs> second, the, we, the second we got the thing outside, and this was this is this thing was the size of a horse. The second we got it outside, this this urine cycle kicked in, and we thought. We were so lucky it didn't. They would have had to replace the carpet. Because <laughs> you're right. It, it is like a big hose. And to your point, Josh, I swear you could hear just before he started urinate, the donkey went, that, that it went. That's what it, it comes out. It looks like yeah, it should make that noise. Yeah, the first time yeah. I saw one, it was in uh, Central Lake, Michigan, and we were at the, the Camp Hayawenta. We were part of the part of the marching. We had these flags and stuff, and and we, we were behind this horse. And, and you can imagine a bunch of 13-year-olds old boys when this thing the size of an oar comes out we were losing our mind then of course we had to march and this is the bob and tom show John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? Can you pay me more? Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.